0: Um, who's number one? Jay. Jay-Z? Mm. No, that's cool. It's okay. That's Drake okay. number three. That's okay. I thought Drake was going to be number one. Eminem's not even on the list. Eminem? Who else was on the list? Um, Gucci. Gucci. Gucci
1: who? Gucci, man? Mm. Was on the list. Eminem was on the list. Shout out my nigga
2: Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my nigga Gucci. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and it is another day in Negro music appreciation, man. This is the Jigsaw Podcast. Welcome back. My name is Josh. Rogers. I am Brian Hare. <laughs> and you are here with your favorite Costa Negroes as we talk about how we navigate the craziest puzzle piece ever created as the jigsaw of life. But in particular, we talk about the praises, the perils, the pumping circle, the productivity, and the pump. This is my second time messing up. The praises, <laughs> the perils, the productivity, and the pumping circle circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure
0: it out. Brian. Yes. Como estas? bne E2 Oh, hold on. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> <Man of God. laughs> hold on.
1: <laughs> no, nope, we're not gonna do this. I'm not not ready. Gonna do we just every okay, week okay. we're gonna, we gonna give you another restart.
0: Right? How are you? I'm <laughs> oh, great. It's always a great day to be black. It's always a great day to be black.
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Another day in the land of the living, another day to be seen, and I viewed.
3: Mm. So
1: I am just ex- I'm excited in Zion. I'm excited, particularly, I'm excited because. Two shows that we both enjoy have come back to television. One of them I've started; the another I have not yet. So I was going with the one that I have not started, which I'm going to automatically assume since Brian is the the most tardy in watching television that he hasn't started it yet either. And that is Amazon's The Boys. I haven't started that one yet. Oh.
0: Uh, not this season. This new season. Yeah, no, this new season came June. June. Yeah. See, okay, I kind yeah.
1: of I, I know I, I was in Holy Ghost. Yeah. Uh, Pentecost. I saw, I saw end, it, but
0: I'm still tapping in. Yeah, I saw it. Speaking <laughs> yes. of the Holy Ghost, so nah, I say nah, Brooklyn nah, wants
1: nah, the nah, Holy Ghost. Nah,
0: oh, Brooklyn said. So we was at church on Sunday, Pentecost. Did you tear with my? with my niece? <laughs> oh, oh, we did. <laughs> so, so it was bedtime. So we, you know, we pray before bed, and then. She was like, Daddy, what's the Holy Ghost? I said, Oh, I'm glad you asked. So we talked about the Holy Ghost. And then I explained to her where the Holy Ghost was. And she said, Daddy, where is the Holy Ghost? I said, Well, I have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> she said, Well, mm-hmm. I want the Holy Ghost. I said, All right. <laughs> and I quickened and I said, Now lift your hands. And I tried to I try to pray her through. And you know, we try to pray her through. And then she said, I want, uh, I want I want to go talk about the Holy Ghost with mommy. So she ran down the hall. And then you know, ask mommy for the Holy Ghost, and then you know, Lauren tried to pray her through. Then she wanted to call my mama <laughs> and get the Holy Ghost, so she's she's serious about this Holy Ghost, y'all. She's so, she's, seeking she's serious about this Holy Ghost. Then the next morning she woke up, Daddy, with the Holy Ghost here. I said, "Girl, like, he lives. She resides. He resides."
1: And another called cochanta right. right. that blessed my spirit. <laughs> Who that blessed me so. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> She gonna have the same testimony as that lead singer on Milton Bronson's song. It was early, <laughs> one morning, just about the break of the day. Jesus, what, what that, that woman said. Jesus came in her room and touched me, mm. <laughs> and oh, my he God. watched. And that's gonna be Lauren's testimony. <laughs> that's gonna be Brooklyn's testimony. <laughs> she said, Feel "I was alone. sitting sitting in my little room, sitting up in my, in my room, room. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> over here thinking about you." Who was you? The Holy Ghost. Hey. That's what she was thinking about. And da 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 oh, shot, tied, ba see, y'all done stirred me up. <laughs> it woke this spirit man up. Jude says Speak in tongues and build yourself up like an edifice. I, I'm a whole construction piece right now because I done built myself up.
0: <laughs> Listen, cranes in the sky.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I. I preached a sermon called cranes in the sky. You did. Cranes in <laughs> <and laughs> the sky. Yeah, the cathedral folk didn't know what they were shouting to. Um, <laughs> But yes, the oh, that just lets my. Spirit. I don't even know how we transitioned from that. <laughs> hey. the, pink,
0: the pink is back.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, that 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 attacked me out. That's the other show. Am I cricket
0: letter, I Huh?
1: Cricket. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hum I. back I. 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 Miss Mississippi, country boy, cornbread, raised off cornbread. Uh man, did you watch season episode one, season two?
0: I did not. Not yet. Have you already watched
1: it? I did. Twice. <laughs> I, watch it. I, I watched watch it once it. for work because I wrote an article about it. And then I mm-hmm. watched it one for just to enjoy. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I had to watch for work, I was taking notes and trying to remember what happened in season one so I can link all the, the things. I will give you this without giving the episode away. is that see, episode one, it's a, I'm not going to hold It's a little slow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's like slow. Episode one. But it sets you up. I mean, it literally sets up... You can see where every storyline is going to go. Like, from mm-hmm. Pastor Woodbine <laughs> to mm-hmm. Mercedes to Mississippi to... um. Di- I mean, literally every character that was a main character, and even the mm-hmm. ones that supposedly have bigger roles this season, you, you're you going to see where, like, how it's being set up. And you can probably make some very solid, solid predictions mm-hmm. um, based on episode one. So, I think... So, while... It, and it's a and it's like an hour and three minutes, so it's a mm. p- poor hour. Poor hour, okay. So, but I will. I'm not. I'm not discouraged by the slowness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it says because season one was so great. It can't be bad, right? Mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think yeah, so. No.
1: Okay, so Friday. To, well, yeah, if you listen to this today, tomorrow, I'm watching it. Episode two, because it drops on Fridays. We'll see what happens. Um, but bro, get into it. It's now. I will say it's the same level of raunchy. <laughs> I mean the, bro, the I'm first okay five before the credits roll. Yes. I'm gonna give you this. The episode is called Pussy Land. Okay. Episode mm-hmm. one. <laughs> so <saying>. before the <laughs> before the opening credits, they go, they go there. Mm-hmm. Um fun fact before we go to the um of the week, Rashonda texts me. I told her how good it was. She's trying to catch up. And she texts me like episode maybe five season one. She was like, Josh, this is porn. <laughs> I I said, it is raunchy. It is very risque. I said, they show some things that typically would not have been shown um, on cable, even in the cable series. I said, however, I said, if you can get past, like, I said, but I also thought it's strip culture, though, in the deep, deep South Mm -hmm. with a very androgynous man Mm -hmm. leading. Like, I've said, all these different elements should kind of inform you. What you getting yourself into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, but if you can get past like some of the more raunchy like, visuals of it all, mm-hmm. it is a great storyline. It's a great show. Um, Story is told very well, but she was like, but I do, this then she was like, because I do want to know what happens to this light-skinned autumn girl. I said, you, you got to watch it. You I said, see how it locked you in? Mm-hmm. See how you locked it's in? Show. It's a good show. It's a good,
0: it's a good show. show. It's
1: a good show. But anyway, Song of the Week. And it ain't Mississippi Pride.
0: <laughs> song of the or Week. Or is it? <laughs> no, and okay. I'm trying to if I'm gonna play it. If I'm gonna try to say it, mm. I'm probably gonna butcher if I say it, though.
1: Okay, so it makes me think it's rap.
0: It is rap. Okay, okay. Um, but it is like okay, it's, it's Negro music appreciation month, and this is a Negro appreciation song. Um, ooh, I probably if I gave you the, one of the lines, you probably be able to finish the rest. Okay. So I might do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you like my outfit. Don't even fake the deal.
1: I thought you said you had <laughs> your girl on the light bill, always in my face, <laughs> talking this and that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Girl, girl, I had to buy some, some rims, rims
1: for the Cadillac. For Cadillac.
0: You're right. You're right, clean, <laughs> but your
1: gas tank is on E. <laughs>
0: But stepping out ain't no decent shoe, on ain't no decent shoes on your, on feet. your
1: feet. That's just a meter broke. You don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, the new Jordan's finna come out. Hey, you see you in the <laughs> club. You riding with a mug, knowing that you riding with your friend. You nothing but a scrub. But he was with me. That's when you hate. Cause when I put up on your girl, I'm near fainting. I showed sure did and I stay sipping on that yak. My full of goals, but you need a tic tac. But you need some gum. Breath like some thunder. What you looking at? I
0: don't want your phone number, boy. Please, whatever. And that's ball. That's when. Chicken, 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 chicken. bok, bok, chicken, chicken head. head. <laughs> and that last line was in theme of the episode. <laughs> that is. <laughs> That is. It's in the theme is of the a Negro spiritual. <laughs> that is a Negro spiritual. That this welcome it is. to
1: Negro music appreciation. Now, Ryan, you you know this man, this, this, this is a, this is a this is a strategic little nigga right here. He knows how to get me. What they say in niggas and pairs, it gets the people going. It's provocative. <laughs> he knows how to get me going. I wasn't expecting that, but that was a nice little surprise. I know that song. I grew up on that. That's that's the songs that raised me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I thought that you would appreciate that. Oh yeah, for the Jewish let French
1: the people story. know who that is. Everybody might not know who that, that, is is. Mm-hmm. that is Project
0: Pat That is Project Pat. Yeah, he and who's the lady? Is it La chat? Chat. Chat. chat?
1: La Le Chat, not <laughs> little Chat. La Chat, 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 Chat.
0: And it's funny to see you and Kiana, Chris's wife, Chris Moore. Shout out to Chris Moore. Y'all going back and doing the the lyrics back and forth is pretty funny. That and and your (laughs) goddies, that's what's up.
1: It's been a long time coming. A lot of dope running. (laughs) Hustle trying to dodge these cases. Streets been yelling. Niggas been begging. So I had to go back to the basics. It's the intro to my life, intro to my world. Ridgecrest apartment moving their white girl. Posted up on their corner selling their marijuana. Glock shoved in my hip. Talking about that you don't want. (laughs) My Glock stay hot. (laughs) I'm not going to do this with you, Brian. You're not going to pull this out of me. You're not going to do this out of me. (laughs) You're not gonna do this. You're not gonna do this. Cuz I get caught up, I'll get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get stuck. Woo. <sighs> Woo. Let's move on. You ready to get into the, the Blessing report? <laughs> let's <laughs> do black it. Like excellent.
2: Okay, let's go.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, we're here at the blessing report, and we're going to bless up today. Bridge Parker and Shari Ginyard. Uh, Bridge Parker, and Shari Ginyard. Real quickly, Bridge Parker. Pays, it's a black person pays, named Bridge. Well, the name, her name is actually Shari. so That's a good. Oh, strong so name. Bridge is the okay. Go, 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 go ahead. Bri- <laughs> so the, the name <laughs> Bridge Parker pays homage, okay, to the city where she was born. Shari was born. This is her. Talking. Okay, see okay. where I was born, Bridgeport, the Park City. I remember waking up in one morning having a dr- having dreamt about the most exquisite clutch I would ever seen in my in real life that was in 2006 I haven't made a bag yet but with every clutch I make I'm trying to achieve that feeling I felt in that dream uh, so basically you can actually go to bridgeparker.com it is a black owned um, black woman who actually makes and sells a luxury um, handbags, clutches, and all that kind of great things. So, there's, mm-hmm. you know, people buy the Telfairs and stuff like that, or Telfar. I don't know. I, I, would just... Telfy, I want a Telfie duffel bag so bad, but go ahead. Listen, so, <clears throat> um, you know, there are other options out there. So, please, 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 please support uh, Shari uh, Guignard and Bridge Parker. So, go on to bridgeparker.com and check out all the things that she has. She has luxury bags, classic bags, accessories, things that are on sale. It's great stuff. It's nice stuff. Uh, so, please go out there and support uh, this 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 black woman. For sure. Um, and bless going to, you, to <clears throat> so bless up to Shari, getting your Rest up. Um, you know, people oh are just God. dying out here, Josh. What does what God what what happened? What happened?
1: He he did not stay the hand of death.
0: He didn't. He, he didn't, didn't we're, let it loose. And we're sorry to hear that uh um Mariel Samante Orr. Mm-hmm. Strong black name, if better I'm, known oof, as Trouble. I'm so glad. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, he passed away. Even I, we I hate saying passed away when somebody was actually, brother, but, but passed away, away June fifth. Uh, for those that don't know, Trouble is an Atlanta-based app, uh, rapper or hip hop artist. Uh, quick highlights of his career: uh, April twenty eleven, he released the mixtape. Uh, December seventeenth, which was number twenty three in Complex Magazine's best twenty five mixtapes of twenty eleven. Mm. Uh, the mixtape included a song called Bussin. Uh, which featured which featured rappers Yo Gotti, Waka Flocka, and Trade of Truth. Wow, it's pretty good lineup there. Uh, 2011, Complex said Trouble was one of the 15 new rappers to watch out for. 2013 was included in Double uh, X Sales Magazine's 15 Atlanta rappers you should know list. 2017 signed a deal with Mike Will Made It's record label, Ear Drummer Records, and Interscope. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he was uh, killed uh, June 5th. Uh, so. Please, 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 please uh, rest up and prayers go out to his family. Uh, also, NFL star, uh, former NFL star, I don't know, NFL star, NFL player, uh, Marion Barber, uh, unfortunately uh, passed away at the age of 39, which is, mm. was it 39 or 49? 39. I just want to give a shout out to all those Cowboy fans. I do, you know, keeping y'all in, in, in your prayers. So,
1: I didn't know who Trouble was until he went on to glory. So, rest up to his family. Mm-hmm. Rest and up to all that loved him. He was on all these lists to look Listen, out for. Sh- strong name. And I didn't even know what I was watching.
0: Mario Samante Or.
1: Oof, that. That. <laughs> that is a strong black name. Super strong. Yeah. So, bless up to Shari, is it? And uh, rest up to... Mm-hmm. Marielle and Tamarian. Um let's head on to the Billboard report. LeBron James, y'all's king, I won't call him mine, is rich rich. You know LeBron James got that kojic wheat in the top of his head. <laughs> he does. That <laughs> man make all that money and they had a hair follicle transfer.
0: Yeah. And one. this
1: is the this is the irony of it. How you a hmm. billionaire and they had no type of hair repair.
0: He, uh, my understanding, he tried and it just, you know, the, the Go Lord, bald. he'll expose you. The Lord will expose Go
1: you. bald. That's that's all. <laughs> it's, it's time now. It's time now. This is how sick of sing that song. No greater time than now. It's time to just do it. Yes. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, the 18-time NBA All-Star, four-time NBA champion, two-time Olympic gold medalist has yet hit another milestone. He has not. Appear in an NBA finals this year. But that ain't the milestone we're talking about. That this time he's doing what no other active NBA player has ever done. And he's become a billionaire. Uh after a month of earning a total of 121.2 million before mm. taxes. My God. Um and agent fees over the last 12 months. Forrest estimates that Jones James <laughs> has officially became a mm. billionaire. on um, the 37 year old. You know what's interesting? What is that? Brian, I'll be 34.
0: Mm. You got we'll a birthday off. coming up. Mm-hmm. I'll be thirty-seven. <laughs> You'll be
1: thirty-seven. You'll be LeBron's age. Yeah, we're, we're not billionaires. We're not. not what close. are we doing wrong? I should. I should have. My parents should have forced me into sports.
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: with my work ethic, I would have been really good. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been a little asthmatic. Would have had to keep a little ambulams by. But that's right. okay. <laughs> that's okay. It would have all paid off. All I need is like a, I need. A, all I needed was a few 10 day contracts.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I that.
1: I, listen, you, do you know, Brian, that I ain't, I wouldn't even want to be like Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't even want to be like Mike Bibby. I mm-hmm. I want to be like what's Vince Carter right now. <laughs> right now. In the last few seasons. Come off the bench. Play a few minutes. Make a couple mm-hmm. meals a year. And go on about my business. You listen. know what I'm saying? I want to be like the rookie who was drafted. Round three, pick number hundred and something. They get on get on get on the championship team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know I want to be like James Wiseman. I want to injure my toe. Sit oh, there, get possibly paid. get a ring, and just get paid. Right. That's Listen. that's that's what I need. I don't mm-hmm. need to play 48 minutes no. a game.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I don't need to I don't need I don't need shoot. I don't need my own shoe. I, just you pay know, you. I can I can have some shacks. I just I just I just want billions. I'm mm-hmm. almost 37. You you are like right there. I am. You are right there. Mm-hmm. Let's pause for the call. How do you feel about almost turning 37, Ryan? Did you find uh-huh. any new gray hairs on your nutsack? <laughs> uh
0: not any new ones. Anymore. They're there. <laughs> They're not new. Um, not new. <laughs> uh, they grow back every time, you know, Manscaped happens. Um You gotta die
1: them. It- <laughs> Yes, <laughs> put him in that Bishop Blake uh, of <laughs> Listen, put Bishop Blake had gray head. hair in his head. Bishop Blake ain't had a gray hair since gray hair started growing. You hear me? The <laughs> man of God said, I'm going to look, I'm going to be pure black until Listen, the day hairline
0: I'm- intact, everything. Listen, <laughs> that LA, LA life. The LA, that, the that LA that life. Botox.
1: <laughs> Botox and, and wigs.
0: Listen, hello, somebody. <laughs> Oh, um 37 that, is weird, man. That's like well, I'm right here at 40. And right you, you there, know, you're right there. 37 is weird, man. You're knocking on the door. So how do you well, feel? I, do you you know, do you feel older? Do you is it, does it put you in a place of uh, contemplation? It, it definitely is kind of, anytime I get older. 37 is it's just uh it's definitely contemplation. It's the I feel like I was just 20. Like I feel like I was just in my mid twenties. Like when we yeah. met each other, we were in I was we were both in our twenties.
1: Well, we so like, it like, excuse me, we met each other. I was seventeen.
0: Really? No, you. Oh, you going, going to I college. Eighteen,
1: yeah, until you're September. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was a baby.
0: I met you when I was twenty-three.
1: Well, we're three years apart, so no, you were twenty. Really. Okay, but
0: within that, so we've we known, known each other a long. long
1: time. <laughs> yeah,
0: so mm-hmm. uh, almost 20 years. So that that's stuff like that is weird. It's the you know seeing life kind of pass you by, in essence, mm-hmm. as far as growing and, mm-hmm. and 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 looking back and by how I achieved the things I wanted to achieve, what does I want to achieve? You know, all those things kind of go through your mind. Um, so
1: that just put things in perspective. I was turning 18. You had just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, yeah, we were three years apart, your birthday before mine. You had just turned 21, bro. Mm-hmm. You had just turned 21. Right, and I'm <laughs> Like 37. an official, official adult. And I was like, just hitting legal age. Yeah. And now we're 33 and 36. Right. Married, oh, 32, 32 and 36.
0: Careers.
1: So we're four years apart, actually. So you yeah. were actually 22. And I was 18.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We're not being there yet. We're not
1: billionaires yet. But it's on the way. I yeah. Thank you, Lord.
0: He's a woman. Anyway,
1: let's move on. Shout out to LeBron <laughs> James. Shout out to LeBron. LeBron James.
0: LeBron um, James.
1: Speaking of somebody who was moving around, at least with their paintings like they're a billionaire, that is oh, Nick Cannon. Oh, he has oh. more kids coming on the way. In a recent interview on uh, Angela Yee's podcast, I forget the name of her podcast, Lip Service, there it is. Angela Yee's Service, um, They Service. He was talking about um, how one of his many, many children, um, passed away uh, prior to birth, um, and he was super sad. Went to the state of depression after his kid died, and he talked about Brian that he was actually celibate for mm-hmm. a minute, but the celibacy only lasted for a month and a half. So now he's talking about the celibacy as if he went on this like real deep journey. Of like healing mm-hmm. and like I'm just gonna you know
0: a month and a half, that's not that long. That,
1: that's not that long. I'm I'm not saying <laughs> that it's not worth being celebrated, but my man of God, <laughs> this 48 hour celibacy track that you putting balloons <laughs> up for is not it. But anyway, after this after this moment, quite literal moment of celibacy, he admitted that women around him start you know throwing the cooch at him as mm-hmm. a as a means to heal and get him over it, and like the nigga that he is. He mm-hmm. accepted it all. So he then goes on to say that he was doing that. He was smashing, 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 smashing. And then Angela Lee, Angela Yee and her podcast host, co-host, was like, oh, so this is around December. He was like, oh, so you finna have some babies in September, October. He was like, man, y'all good at math, possibly. A few things wrong here. Mm-hmm. One, that means that you are raw-dogging all these women. All of them. Quite literally, all these women, right? Yeah. Number two, at this point, I get it. Men have urges and needs, but that low key seems like an addiction.
3: Mm-hmm. Three,
1: I don't care how much money you got, bro. There's no way you can actively parent no. all of these children mm-hmm. in separate households. Right. Like, I get it that you're at every baby shower, you're at every photo shoot, but, you're, you, but you can't be at every moment when you got all these little <clears ghetto throat> twins. No, you no, know, because they're literally they're literally probably learning to walk at the same time, learning mm-hmm. to talk at the same, hitting right. all these milestones at right. the same time, and you're not there. You're not actively parenting, and I just I don't know what the, I guess I guess what's the end game?
0: Right, I think <laughs> Nick can be on some Bob Marley. I want to leave a like air quotes legacy type yeah. thing, and it's like. How are they gonna end up? You know what I'm saying. And one, like you're paying a lot of money, you're spending yeah. a lot of money, which is why he probably got to have as many jobs as he has because got to. You got to afford all these kids because you're. And when it's like celebrity, you're not paying. You're paying for a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So and the, and the women aren't, aren't the Mariah. You know the women mm-hmm. aren't in most of these cases. I'm not dis, disparaging or anything like that. They're, most cases, they're not working. Mm-hmm. Like your child support is usually enough to, depending on how much you make, is enough to support a whole lifestyle. Um, so, you're can probably support paying.
1: support Josh, Jaden, and Brooklyn, and Kyrie. Yeah. All of our friends' kids, two, three times around.
0: Yeah, easy. Um, <laughs> Off one <laughs> of those, probably like, child support checks. <laughs> yeah, but within that, it's like, what's going to happen when you're not Nick Cannon anymore in terms mm-hmm. of you can't do, do Wild and Out forever. Because
1: Wild and Out, come on, at
0: 60 years old, brother, what is Wild yeah, Out? Yeah, you, you can't do that forever. How, how old right? is Nick Cannon? Go ahead. Uh, I think he's probably like He gotta 30s. be near our age. No, 40. He gotta be uh, probably early 40s. Um, You can't do Wild and Out forever. 41. Yeah, you can't do Wild now Out forever. You, and you he's know, reaching
1: the age where Wild now Out, he's finna the age out of Wild and Out. You're
0: 41. Yeah, so um, you're not like in high demand as far as acting. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not Making great music. Uh, maybe some, you might get some pr- some movie production credits she or never something made like that. great music. No. Um, so it's, it's, it, and residuals aren't going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Yes, in a while now, it's probably going to be on syndication forever, but it's on MTV. So depending on what your contract is like. <clears throat> so at some point, the money is not going to matter. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be what it is. So you're not going to be able to afford the lifestyle for these kids that, you know, that they have now. And then on top of that, the lifestyle's not going to be there, and then you're probably not going to have the resources to travel around as much as you probably want to. So unless you do something where you build like a compound and have all these women at this one place, it just might be a, a tough these, situation.
1: These women ain't trying to be sister wives, No. And Mm-mm. I just they, looked it up. He has seven kids. Currently. So, de- so de- Currently. So depending on how he was smashing in this mm-hmm. November-December season, he could easily... Easily, Brian, possibly have ten children.
0: All right, let's do twenty twenty three, let's do. Usually, these child support they're like twenty grand a month. Let's do ten grand to be, to be safe. Mm-hmm. Ten grand a month, right? Currently has seven kids. Is yes. he probably he's not, he not paying child support probably for Mariah's kids? Do you think? I don't know, Mariah's a diva, so she got she money, is. but she's probably like you help. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> we'll say we'll, we'll be conservative, say ten thousand dollars a month. Mhm- right, times seven that's seventy grand a month times twelve that's eight hundred and forty thousand dollars a month just on child support, and we're being conservative that's not considering you know travel arrangements and um other things it's probably gonna be closer to twenty grand a month per child um so you're paying millions of dollars in just just child support it's alone, not buying support. clothes, not buying food, none of those things um. And The older they get, do they like adjust like child support the older they get? Or
1: I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have some friends and family members who had dads and stuff who paid child support. Um, so I couldn't tell you if it if it changes. I do know it ages out at 18, mm-hmm. or at least it used to. I feel like there's yeah. laws that change, like kind of like the insurance stuff, it may go through college now. Uh-huh. Um, but. I feel I feel like a, a mother or a parent. Let me say it that way can get it adjusted depending on lifestyle and mm-hmm. right. I've seen like it
0: with that. a man goes back and they do justice and they ain't making as much money as they were. They're not making
1: enough, or some things like this baby ain't in private school no more. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have. You know, so so I've 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 seen situations like that, and I've also seen it adjusted where the men have come up and been like, "I provide a ton of support outside of this monthly check. This needs to be reduced." Mm-hmm. um so anyway but nick isn't in that situation and to your point you're providing like, you you birth them into this lifestyle that you live mm-hmm. so and these women are willing to you know one they're consensually having sex with you but it seems as if they're willing to get this baby because they some of them may know it's a bag attached to it and others just may not care as much um but they are also expecting a certain type of lifestyle because of who their baby father is, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just—I <clears throat> think that's just an honest um, evaluation of it. But I'm not necessarily here to judge Nick Cannon because he grown and do what he wanted to do. But I just—I just don't understand. I don't understand the end game here. I don't yeah, understand either. the end game. Um, I don't. I mean, there are so many different ways to leave legacy. You have seven children. Yeah. And they all Damn. look researching real quick. They all have the Canon last name. I, yes. don't, I don't get it. I, don't, I have a hard enough time parenting my two children in the household that I live
0: with them in. All right. <laughs> uh, unless it's a situation where, um, sorry to cut you off real quick. But, no, you're good. Um, I know Nick Cannon's had a lot of health challenges over the years with his kidneys and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to do a thing where like, nigga, I might not be here. And I I feel
1: like I've heard him allude to that before, specifically on the Breakfast Club. But I'm still trying to figure out, and and maybe this is where a conversation needs to be had. I don't know if we ever have mm -hmm. a conversation with Nick, but I'm still trying to figure out, even in that, Brian, what does having additional kids do?
0: Right. And if anything, is you leaving, you making more kids out there without there being father? Exactly. That's the thing. Like,
1: because if something does happen to you, we pray that it doesn't. Not only do they not have the most active father because you can't be in seven different places at the same time. Mm -hmm. But they also could possibly, if God forbid your health takes a major turn, now you got seven possibly having many more kids in the future. Now they ain't none of them got no dad. Right. Right. So that's the thing. I'm not understanding how I'm super sick. Let me birth out. I I don't don't understand how that equates. And maybe it's not for me to understand. No. no, But I would love to hear like what his specific, like if that's the reasoning, cool. But what does that mean for you long term? Like, again, what is the end? Yeah, I think there's just more questions than anything to really talk about yeah, because I don't, yeah. I don't get it. And maybe listen, if somebody's out there listening, And you got a an uncle, a brother, a cousin, a dad who had the same perspective as Nick Cannon. Let us right into the show. Uh, yeah, we would love Ooh. to have them on the show.
0: Yeah, we'll have a conversation uh, about. It. We'll have so a I, conversation I really because know. this
1: is interessante at the least. Um, all right, let's move on. Enough about old um, Mr. Nick Cannon. Canada is cool with. Cocaine. I didn't even have a transition. I just cocaine. Bobby Brown. British Columbia, <laughs> Canada. It's temporary <laughs> decriminalizing <laughs> the De- <laughs> De- <laughs> 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 possessions of small amounts of some illicit drugs. Um, as part of a trial effort, um, adults will be allowed to carry a combined total of 2.5 grams of opioids, cocaine, meth, and mdm. What is it? Oh, Molly. Mm-hmm. Remember me different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so if you really want to go, if you want to do drugs, um, if you want to get your list, you want to be smart in school, <laughs> get away from the drugs. Get but if you yourself. don't want to get away from the drugs, then go to Canada. You can have all the drugs that you want. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> have all the drugs that you want. Let's 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 go to Montero,
3: mm-hmm.
1: better known as professionally known as Little Nas X. Um, the B it's the season of the BET Awards, the Nigger Music Appreciation Awards. Are coming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um they are they've released their nominations and Lil Nas X, surprisingly, had zero nominations. Um, and it's surprising Mm -hmm. because last year, Brian, he had one of the biggest albums out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think his album was called Montero. Self-titled off Mm -hmm. his um legal name, not stage name. And um it it went crazy. Of course, it had some like controversy because people love talking about Lil Nas X, but it had a lot of great uh, reviews. I've heard a lot of people, gay, straight, and different, all talk mm-hmm. about how amazing that album was. I listened to a couple of songs. Some, There's a few bops on there. Um, he had some really great visuals attached to them. All the things, right? Mm-hmm. And you would think that an album of their caliber that was nominated for Grammys that had all these kind of things would also make the list for the Colored People's Awards. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. Lil Nas X is here to speak on it. He thinks that is something bigger Mm-hmm. Right, according, you know, based off his sexuality and his stances and his out um out loud right stances about right. who he is and how he presents and the presentation of his art, which has which has come with the most critique.
0: Um,
1: right. on the other end, BET just released a statement and said that um that he performed he was nominated for Best New Arts in two thousand nineteen, I think in twenty twenty one, he performed, that's when he um The big thing about him kissing a man on the stage happened Mm -hmm. and BET stood behind him, all these kind of things. And then they went on to explain that the BET Academy, it's very interesting that BET calls their voting delegation an academy. I'm not quite understanding how they got such a regal name behind them, but nevertheless, that's what it is. (laughs) Um, Anyway, they talk about how it's formed with all these, I think up to 500 people I read somewhere and none of them. and And that's the other thing, Brian, nobody. Nobody threw Lil Nas X name in the hat for not named one of them categories. Right. So he thinks it's personal. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's personal? Do you think it's just a, you know, he really didn't get no love from the BET Academy? Like,
0: uh, I don't know. It's weird because like you, f- like it feels like if this is based off of a 2021, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Feels like his name was like was really because that's
1: when Montero his last album dropped and like yeah, Jack Harlow, Fee, all those songs like, all that dropped in 2021.
0: Yeah, I feel like he had a lot of recognition, like in terms of like his name was out there a lot last year. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy joint was a th- mm-hmm. you know that yeah, that photo was that. shoot was a thing mm-hmm. last year, and if this is based off of that, like I can see that. But then also some I can probably see where at the beginning of the year if they did the. A straw poll at the beginning of the year, he was kind of silent at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year,
2: mm-hmm. um, so it
0: can be personal. Um, I, I'm, you know, uh, I can see how it could be personal. I can see how um, there are some people who don't really rock with Lil Nas X. Some people uh, within the hip hop culture don't rock with him. He's is he a rapper? Is he a pop star? Um, it's I think there could be so many things. Um, I will probably lean toward there's somebody that may not really rock with him. Okay. Um because again it's BET awards. It is the BET awards. It's like it is the BET awards. Everybody gets nominated for just rent. It be maybe I'm like eight people nine people one category.
1: Mhm. And I and I think that's his argument, right? Because he's because he's went like nine times platinum with Old Town Road and like he's accumulated success far beyond Mm-hmm. What the BET Awards quote unquote yeah. offers. However, I think it's that thing like this is our awards yeah. for us. And I just looked up Montero came out September, bro. So it was the end of 2021. So even if, oh, he was, yeah. even if he was quiet, like he made a big impact, really probably between September all the way to December. And if he performed last year, I mean, one of his singles, like so he had been buzzing since June of last year. Yeah. With like, like you said, the pregnancy photo shoot, that was the release. He did the whole certified lover boy recreation. Thing and like, so I know I don't know. So I I can yeah. I can actually see how he's looking at it as a part. And I was trying to find some stats around like the album itself. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, I can see that being personal. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this album it launched at number two on the Billboard 200 with 126 thousand um, equivalent album units earned. Um, it marks his second entry um, tally following his 2009 debut, um uh, he had 11 songs on the Billboard Hot 100 from that one album.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He de- he debuted at number 1 on the Billboard Hot 100 R&B. Like that the album did numbers. So I guess yeah. that's uh, yeah. Like I'm and, I,
0: and I'm <clears> looking at uh Billboard like not Billboard 147
1: <throat> million streams in his debut.
0: Like yeah, I think he, he got nominated for some Billboard awards and some other stuff, and so yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I, I'm I'm I'm. It's it's interesting. It's very interesting. But BET did respond in that way, honestly, And that they support him and they stand behind him. So I guess they stick it beside what they're saying. Um, but in in addition to that, Lil Nas X has teased a diss track toward BT, featuring NBA Young Boy. And you know, NBA Young Boy surprisingly every song he touches goes to number one. So
0: mm-hmm. we we will see. And that's big for the culture that him and that little that Yimmy Yang boy jumps on a low Nas X.
1: Yes, with all of the homophobic rhetoric that goes yeah. that people throw his way. Uh really, really big for the culture. So we shall see. Yeah. Last but not least in the in the Billboard, speaking of billboards, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Mm. E. Jordan are back in the streets because they've broken up. And we don't mm. normally talk about breakups too often. Um, but since it's hot, since it's a city boy summer and a hot girl summer, um, they have parted ways just as the summer is beginning to happen. Their IG pages, um, people who following them about the show, about the DMs, have to be lit on both ends. Um, <laughs> Lori has been receiving a lot of the flack um, mm-hmm. because of the breakup, because allegedly, they say, Michael, right. who is a whole decade older than her. This is context. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this in any like, oh, he was dating a young girl. I'm just saying at thirty five. Most people, Dude. not just men, yeah. are more ready to settle down and to do, start a family, all of the things. Allegedly, Lori was like, "Nope, still want the girls, still want to have fun." And at twenty five, right? Although I was married at twenty five, I understand that sentiment, uh, wanted to be out having fun, doing the things. Mm-hmm. And if you're not married with no kids, I can see how you could not be yeah. ready to right. do that. Um, so I don't. I think the flack is unnecessary toward Lori, right. to be honest, because yep. she was just honest yep. about. What she wanted at the time. I don't think it discredits Michael B. Jordan. I've heard conversations like, oh, he's this, he's that. And, you know, for all these black women, it's never enough. I don't think that it's not enough. He probably was her ideal man. She just wasn't ready to give him what he wanted. And that is so much better than her saying yes, getting to the altar and saying no, or within a year getting divorced because she wanted to be in the streets and not ready to be a wife. Whatever wife, you know, whatever a wife looked like for them, right? Husband and wife looked like. So Brian, what are your thoughts about
0: you know the math? Uh, I kind of agree. I kind of agree with the same uh, with you. Uh, within that, right? yeah. you can't fault her for not wanting what she doesn't want. Um, I got married early. You got married early. Um, that's a that's a that's a whole different life, right? Uh, and then Michael B. Jordan, if he's if he's my age, you know, and, and wants to get married now, then his thought process is: I want my wife. I want kids. I mm-hmm. want this. And if she's in her mid-20s, she's probably still thinking like, man, I'm trying to turn up still. I don't have no kids." You know what I'm saying? So, mindsets are different. Um, Mindsets are going to be different. I'm not saying that she's, you know, that's what she was thinking, but I can see how mindsets can be different. I can see how she doesn't want to settle down at the moment. Um, He may have been the perfect guy, but it's not the perfect moment and not the right moment for her. And it doesn't necessarily, Mm -hmm. you know, discredit him doesn't really discredit her it just may not be the right moment it may be a see you next lifetime kind of thing or he I might next right he may turn 40 and still be out there and then and she may turn 30 and then and it's like all right now i'm ready to to settle the things now um but shouts out the lord um for having a, an impeccable um body count uh in terms of Dating, she's she's had a, a, a great run, uh, and
1: unapologetically so.
0: Yeah, like there's, what y'all no, there's, saying. No, there's no shame in that. Like, you do you, Lori. Um, because we celebrate
1: who, future, we celebrate all the other people for doing do. the exact same things.
0: We do, so we celebrate Lori for all the things that she does, and you know, and being unashamed within that. So, shout out to Lori. We
1: are not ashamed shame, yes, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, with that being said, understood and accepted, we have a really great conversation um, yeah, that we want to tee up. Um, I'll do this at the end, and we'll probably do some official next episode. But um, we've never had a conversation on this wise, but we've mm-hmm. had these individuals. On mm-hmm. our show before our brothers Charles and Chancy, I come into the living room, yes. and they come to sit yes. down. Of course, we have we're going to have some great fun, um, but we have a really, really great topic—really uh, debunking some myths around mm-hmm. what happens in the LGBTQ plus community. And we thought it was just right. a very appropriate time, considering June is Pride Month, to have this conversation. Um, so as always, we want you to sit here and learn and unlearn and grow and develop with us, but we do understand our brother, Charles and Chansey, you know what I'm saying? They are our brothers and we allow them to be who they are, which means that some of the language,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know,
1: may not be safe for work or, well, May not be safe for your ears. Um, but if right. that's okay, we're not offended if you have to pause right here and turn it off, that's your business, but we encourage you to keep pressing play and learn because me and Brian feel like this is a conversation that's you need to hear so right gather your snacks gather your drinks gather all the things meet us in the living room and let's have this really dope important conversation let's do
0: it let's do it all right ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for sticking around and we are at one of the most important parts of the episode this is yes, the living room and we have some friends of the podcast friends in real life that they came back to the living room. And anytime we and ask they really them, don't they don't need come, an introduction. They don't. They come back. They're like the fourth <laughs> members of the of the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. so Charles mm-hmm. and Chansey are back again from the AF podcast. Um, we can't say the name of the podcast because our mothers, especially Josh's mother, um, yeah. she told has we've been punishment. doing better.
1: She said we've been doing better and stay like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so
4: sorry, this is Johnson's mother, because I've been on here cursing and her all she has a potty mouth. mouth. And yeah, I have a potty mouth. I'm so sorry. I really apologize. It's not him. It's us. And I apologize for every time I curse tonight.
1: Okay. And uh, a chance he apologized for me. Just too.
4: In case. Okay, just in case. Okay.
1: She gonna be all right. I be. I be. Now I'm telling <laughs> okay. her. Don't. You know what? Cut it off at this moment. <laughs>
2: Period, because this is where it get real.
0: This is where it's gonna get real. Because <laughs> the title is is was, I think we're with the title, nigga. I don't want you, or he don't want you. I don't know what the title is gonna be, but you know, she said don't say the word nigga as much either. And I say it all the time. <laughs> okay,
1: you okay. know, yeah, I'm yeah. you know I'm a nigga enthusiast too. Okay. So
0: because yeah. <laughs> niggas go nigg. It, yeah. it is yeah. niggas go nig.
1: Yeah. And I'm one of the niggas that be niggas.
0: So <laughs> nigga, nigga, nigga. I mean, nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> Mother, rock. Don't <laughs> listen to this
1: episode.
0: Okay. <sighs> all right. So, uh yeah, Charles and Chance of the AF Podcast are here. So, thank you all for for joining us. I actually sure. had the privilege of hanging out with chancy this past weekend. We can ask you about all it. The people need to know. Ooh, my, the, the people need to know. We had we had a good time. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
4: we, yeah. we had a good time. Okay. We, we are had, friends in real life. We, we had fun. I'm sorry you couldn't be. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Josh. I'm sorry you couldn't be there. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. No, I I love that for y'all. When when people say
0: that, that's all. I love that for y'all. I love that for y'all. Listen, if you like it, if you like it, I love it. If you like it, I love it. But no, no,
1: no, no. That's really dope, though. It's it's really dope that we can connect because like we had a lot of guests on this show, yeah. But like we legit consider y'all brother and friends. So the fact that we y'all could get together, hoping that all four of us can get in the room one day um i, I really do no phaedra no no shade intended
0: <laughs> yes yeah. ah. right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so we had a great time so we uh, did
4: brian had a burrito we, i had tacos
0: we had some margarita. margarita margarita
4: okay it was it margarita's was, bomb too it was it was good it was good
0: it was good great conversation great vibes in Damn. in philly yeah so here we are here we are and, and Josh, do you want to kind of go first or you wanna how you wanna break this thing off?
1: So what we doing? we're gonna jump into the conversation. But before we do, y'all know we love to play,
0: you know, little games.
1: And you know, the game that is coveted on this show is Culture Code. It and is. this is, you know, they call it black music, but but we have coined it as Negro Music Appreciation Month. <laughs> and for Negro music can we at, can appreciation we United
0: month, United on there, United Negro. I yes, think this United more Negro, more Negro
1: music appreciation month because we don't want none of the colors separated during this month. Music binds <laughs> us together.
4: Okay, U N I T
2: Y. Wow, yeah,
4: U N I T Y. That's 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 okay? a, that's a unity. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> So we just got a few questions, and as me and Brian tell all of our guests, uh, we always say this is a judgment-free zone, but during this section, you will be judged will based be on judged. your responses. Okay, so they are very simple. We just want your opinions. There's really no right or wrong answers, per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. All right, favorite rapper mm-hmm. of all time? Of all time.
4: Your favorite you're, rapper,
0: dead or alive? it don't, don't think have to hard. be like it don't have to be the best rapper, just your favorite rapper. Your favorite. It's mm-hmm.
4: gonna sound cliche because you know who my favorite singer is, but I really am a Jay-Z fan, and I didn't realize how much of a Jay Z fan I was until I got older. Mm. But like but a lot of like and not in like not like the stuff he came out with, like in the last like 10 years or so, like a lot of his albums from the ninety, like the ninety okay. like I my mom played him a lot when I was growing up, and I didn't realize how much of his music I knew. So yeah, Jay oh, Z. I thought
0: you were gonna say Kanye. Now, Bob, you got to get that man started. <laughs> how,
4: how, now, you know how he feels. However, my Yeezy Slides came in the other day. They are nice. Okay? That's that's just as much as money as I can give to support him. And it ain't really, him is Adidas, okay, that I it. So, and really, I got it from the reseller. So, the reseller is actually the person who I'm buying it from. I'm not putting my black own money on it. Someone else is.
2: Charles, what about you? Um, so my favorite uh, rapper, her name is baby Mother and she is not like what you would typically deem as like oh, someone who's Mama. mainstream, although she says she's not you know underground. Um, she has a lot of brash and, and very very vulgar music and I really enjoy it <laughs> a lot. Um, black woman from Tennessee. I listen to her music, and I just love her bars. I love what she talk about. It just makes me feel like, girl, I understand what you're saying. So (laughs) I really enjoy her. Not a lot of people really um, know who she is, but I saw her in concert in Detroit. Took some pictures with her. She signed my poster. So that's who I love right now. Okay. What was the the name? Baby Mother. Baby Mother. She's dope. Up.
4: Charles played a little mm-hmm. bit of her for me the last time he stayed at my house, and mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was feeling it. I was feeling yeah. it. Yeah, she's different.
2: We're like she she has a different sound. Yeah,
4: yeah. I like vulgar rap though. So you yeah,
2: same. same. You know. Yeah, I grew Who up on six. Yeah, it's okay. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I,
0: I, I grew up on gangster rap. So right,
2: right. Uh okay.
0: one of my favorite songs is uh, what's the song? Oh,
1: oh there you go, Brian. It's so consistent.
0: Your no, answer is so no consistent. Fun. Ain't no fun. Ain't no fun. <laughs> the worst song in that. the world, and it's one of my favorites. It's a bop.
3: <sighs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love his consistency with it though. Every time you ask him, he's gonna it's gonna be on that list somewhere. It's like that's okay. It's it is. Be, and I love that. I love that authenticity. All right.
0: I do. Um, All right. You got this next one.
1: Yeah. Top five R and B songs.
0: Oh.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Ascension Maxwell. Oh, good one. Hold um, on, which
1: one is that? Because I'll be knowing titles.
4: Um. Oh God. Don't um, you?
1: No, 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 no. Un- no that's realize. Not it. Is that yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay.
4: You're the highest mm-hmm. of the higher yeah, That one. I think, one. Okay. I think about it. Um. <laughs> ascension maxwell um i'm gonna go with bag lady erica badu because Ooh. i did not realize. Oh, I did, okay <laughs> i didn't realize like what she really was talking about until i was carrying around my own bags so come on, you know, like, come on. So, relatable so, content right right and i got old i'm like damn this this bitch spitting Okay. You gonna miss
1: your okay. bus, okay? Carrying all them bags, like, all those, like, that. like
4: that, okay? <laughs> like that, like that. <laughs> okay? Um, ooh, another one, ooh. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I said Max. So I said I Badu. Mm-hmm. Um, Jill Scott. He loves me. That's one of me mm. and Charles's favorite songs. Um. We Especially were, yeah, different Yeah, yeah, yeah We
2: that show <laughs> we, we, did we different, different. <laughs> so concerts was everything
4: Yeah Um Oh gosh Um X Factor, Lauren Hill Good one, mm. this is a
0: solid list
1: It could all be it's so, so simple, simple. It, it
4: really starts so strong It could be, it really But you'd could.
0: rather make it hard Oof, You, you really, you really Yeah <clears throat> One more chance,
4: and then I'll throw I'll throw in uh, "Pray You Catch Me" by Beyonce. It's not like a top top R and B song. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my one of my favorite songs by Beyonce, and it's not one that she's really known for. So I'll throw that one in.
1: We are here. Yeah. Did, that is one of my number, ooh. Yeah,
4: it's a good, it's a good song. Really I Care is my is.
1: all-time favorite Beyonce song. I Care is a good, yeah, you I, I, don't don't. I Pray You Catch Me, though. Yeah, you pray can you feel catch. the conviction in that thing. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, you really can. you really can. the entire Christ. Chance, you just <laughs> went up a few more notches on my list. I love that darn thing. So much. So it's all spiritual. So much. So much. Ooh, I'm about to go up thinking about it because she sings down. Nah, that she, song does yeah. me what, what Anita Baker does. Because anytime I, I, I think about Anita Baker, Baker. Yeah. the Holy Ghost just takes over. Yeah, And <laughs> that song does it for me. All right, y'all. What about you? Top five R&B song.
2: Okay, so I'll have to start with Brandy. He is...
3: He okay. is! Come on, is. Ah! That's, my, that's my, That's my jam right there. Uh, next
2: is Jill Scott, uh, Crown Royal. Ooh, Crown okay. Royal on Ice. Crown that's a Royal good one, too. On that's, that's
4: one of Charles' favorite songs. That's
2: mine.
4: <laughs> that's all, that's all.
2: Hands on my hips. Right on my head. Okay. Ah, yeah, that's that's it right there. Um, who? What else? Um. Beyonce's Worldwide Woman is my favorite song. One of my favorites by her.
4: The people um, don't know about that one. I don't that's know. A, that's a, that's a hidden track on the yeah. on the B-Day album. The that's,
2: people, a, that's a hidden track, track right let there.
4: It play, then that's it a track. Worldwide Woman, okay? <laughs> I, 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 after, after listen After listen <laughs> After
2: listen, You know exactly where it's at. I sure do. I sure do. You <laughs> see where she at, okay? Um, I don't really like a lot of the new R&B, but one of my favorite songs uh-huh uh by summer walker is no love the extended version with cardi b on it i just love how they just how That's they not, just okay. made that song so beautiful um and i okay. listen to it and i listen to the lyrics although you know i don't resonate with it with right now and i hope i don't have to resonate with it because you know um but i just i just love that song uh i gave y'all four right or i gave y'all three four Mm. Four. Uh, <clears throat> and music soul child uh so beautiful that's my last
4: one. Don't,
2: don't you know? Yes. Settled, Let man. me drag
4: him really quickly. He is so fucking lazy in concert, bro. I have seen that <laughs> man perform. I saw him perform mm, in October. Man. So I saw him perform in October, Um, him and Lettucey. And, 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 and I never listened to Lettucey like that before. However, Sis is really good live. Yo she's, like good like she's, so she's good in general. Good I in general. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm really just getting into her. Um, so I saw her at Music Soul Child Music. Didn't act like he wanted to be there, just didn't. Mm-hmm. Just, had just, he just, he, act like he couldn't be bothered. And, and you know, the songs that we really want him to kept saying like, he cut them short. And I'm just like, damn, like, come mm-hmm. on, like you're, gonna, like, you're gonna cut Don't Change short, but you're gonna sing Buddy all the way through. Like, Buddy's a good song, but come, come here, on, change. come on, come on,
2: mm-hmm. come on, come on, come
4: on, like, mm-hmm. and then I saw him again in March when I was at Smoking Grooves. Um, and I was just coming up on his set in the festival, and he he did a little bit better, but he, yeah, the vocals they not.
1: Mm, I wouldn't pay nah. to see him
4: again, personally. I, I'm gonna listen to his music on the iPhone, but that's about
1: it. Yeah, uh, Brian, we went to a Music Soul Child concert together, we right?
0: Did we yeah, went to and it was music and the back magic. in
1: the 2011.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know the dates, but no yeah.
1: 2011 because Ash was pregnant. That's how okay. I remember. Okay, and um, yeah, he was good, maybe because he was on Fresh Music. He <clears throat> the vocals yeah. ain't never really vocaled.
0: Yeah, good. but it was it was a good it was a good Solid. concert. Solid it was a, it was concert. a brand new album. <clears throat> Chris came in there. Uh, Chris Moore came in there with some friends. Um, shout out to Chris <laughs> Moore. Uh, <laughs> that's the story. Um, but yeah, it was a great concert. I enjoyed <laughs> it. Music so was my favorite. Was my favorite army artist. Just without hands down. He's six out of
2: male favorite artists, and see, yeah.
4: that's it, how disappointed. Like I, like it was so disappointing to see him perform live because I was like, "Damn!" Like I really enjoy his music, but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he just was not. It just wasn't. It was. <sighs> it, was, it, was it was lazy. You
0: no, know who was boring live? Tank. I think mm. it was
4: boring.
2: I'm so surprised because, you right. know, the girls get him out. The
4: girls get him. Yeah, he's always at pride.
2: Maybe okay. it's just, a, you know, when he's shirtless. That's what they get. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe yeah. that's it. I don't know.
4: Yeah, maybe. I mean, we go up for that. We
2: go up know, You know, you know that's it. That's, it. that's
0: be, all I'm Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah he I was born. That's probably what it was. You know, probably. He opened up for Anthony Hamilton. It was just, just walking around the stage. You know, mm. never seen Tank live. So now, I, I saw
4: Anthony Hamilton live. Uh, uh, when I saw Maxwell live in March two, and Anthony Hamilton was good live.
0: He is good live.
4: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed him live.
0: Yeah, I believe it. But he used to sing background for D'Angelo, so he understands mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the importance of like the live show yeah. experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he sure does. He sure does. <laughs> um. All right. So next, culture code. And we just had Pentecost. Oh, boss. so I'm Pentecost. going to ask y'all to sing oh, church. <laughs> I'm actually <gonna start laughs> to sing a piece of your favorite gospel song. <laughs> sing a piece of your favorite gospel song. It can be any song. I
2: just can't <laughs> give up now. the yes. That is my song. The I cry to that song every time I listen to it because it's just I've been listening to it since I was a kid. My mother played do whole entire like album. I know it back and forth, but that one song,
0: Whew, that's it. Brian don't like Mary, Mary. Huh? I, I, I
2: know, I know, I know, but. <laughs>
0: I I don't judge those that do. I just I'm, i, mean, I do not. They went to, and they went to church together. I don't care about the Maris.
4: <laughs> oh <laughs> well, one of uh, them <laughs> did vote for Trump, though. Um, she yeah. did. Yeah. So you know, I mean, <laughs> you did. know, yeah. She kissed, She, she did. did. Yeah, she did. Um. Ooh, one of my favorite gospel songs. Mm, Jesus is a love song. A love song Y'all Maddie's know that girls. one Yes come I know on. that song yes. Y'all know mm-hmm. that Charles
2: Sorry Oh
4: my god I keep
2: hearing <laughs> okay. These melodies in okay. my ear First off Josh, Josh is living in this come this music is so
4: it. near. Yes, listen. Music. Let, let him hear you. Let He's him hear love. you. He's a love song. Let him song. use you. Love, love, I ain't doing it right. Yes.
1: Who okay? <laughs> could it be? A, a dream or listen reality? So, I gotta tell you a meme, Charles. Ooh. Yes.
4: Someone, someone used it on Twitter and it was the part, uh, Joshua, though, but it was the part when they was when, uh, when Cameron was saying that part, he was like, she was like, you know, to me, but she extended me out and she just held it and held it. But I forget what the original tweet was, but it was funny as hell.
2: I'm going to find that I song. need to know the song. Please send it
4: to uh, me. I'll you the song. It's a good ass song.
0: Yeah. Jesus is endless. <laughs> we need to on. add uh, Jake's All Karaoke to the show now. Yeah. Oh, that would, that'd be cool. Yeah. Y'all singing songs bless my heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last question and we'll get on to the conversation. What is a song that you love that you should not love?
2: Oh, oh, I don't know if there's any songs that I should not love. (laughs) love All the music I listen to, vulgar or not. But I don't know. I gotta think a little bit about that.
4: I mean, in the spirit of blackness and in the spirit of, of of rawness, a song that we shouldn't love.
0: That maybe that you're ashamed to say that you love it could oh, be like you know
4: I, I mean other people might be ashamed but for me it's anything <laughs> for me for me for me i'm a, and i'm going to go ahead and go ahead and speak for charles i think for us it's probably anything cupcake uh to be honest uh, cause she, this is Deep Throat, uh, uh, what's another song? Uh, Coochie, um, um, oh gosh, um, CPR, um, Vagina, that's a song, but okay, Charles, remind ya. I'm kinda. I'm kind What? Wantin' down my vagina okay okay that's a good ass song listen anything cupcake we probably shouldn't but
2: (laughs) anything cupcake (laughs)
4: anything cupcake
2: and i'll add on for me because everybody hates this song but i feel like it's such a beautiful and like she put a lot of love in this song regardless of what people say Still here by Tisha Campbell. <laughs> I love that song.
4: So it's over.
2: This episode is over. You're about to see the still, still, okay.
4: still, still, still. still here.
2: Still here. I'm here. The song I'm here. Itself, you have to listen to the entire song, but the video is what said, her up.
4: Up and down like a roller coaster.
2: I was not expecting. Oh man! You, know, you, oh, man. No, you ready That's for this? Butter, butter, eyes. Don't care, and I'm singing it loud on Juneteenth too. That
4: song is a staple in the gay community because all of us just go up to. We just whisper, "It's
0: the journey." Like
4: literally, let <inaudible> <clears throat> it's the journey. <laughs>
0: Oh, I just like y'all. I just like y'all so much. Sorry. Tisha
1: Campbell. Oh, Tisha. Y'all got
0: choreography and everything. <laughs> yes, that's yes, it. Huh. Yes, huh.
1: Okay, Brian, I want to know yours now.
0: Uh, a song that I should be ashamed that I love?
1: Uh, ain't no fun, but oh, I want to know the other
0: the, one. That's the song that I shouldn't love. <laughs> um, uh, A song that I love that I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, mm-hmm. probably a lot of Big mm-hmm. Frida stuff. Like, I it's just, Frida. I love Big Frida. I'm trying to think of all the song, like, Ass in a Circle, um, Genomite, I got the Genema System. It's just catchy stuff. And, you know, it's just stuff that I probably shouldn't love. Uh, because y'all get
2: back I have, now, y'all get back now. Yeah, I like get you. bounce. Hey. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have a two-year-old now, and they come on, and i just be in the car with Brooklyn Jess. Bouncing, I think Lauren might be listening to this. Um, <laughs> I, sh- I should love it, but the issue is, I listen to it at times that are inappropriate. Okay, mm.
1: okay, mm. um, so yeah. that's that got it. Yeah. That. Um, okay,
0: and th- because I, the gangster rap is too easy, like that stuff, I probably should, sure, like, sure. That's just the easy, easy way out. If I say ain't no fun, that's the easy way out. That's but, the easy I mean, answer. I know,
1: yeah, I respect it
0: that's fair because that that's my that's my slob of my knob that's the equivalent of your, well, slob no, your you knob. You shouldn't. i've never is... been
1: ashamed of that
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly it's a staple in the black community to be honest. you know it's, it's, you. it's a staple in the community you know okay. it, it really right? is
0: what? Yeah. What? <laughs> i'm just saying the content when i met you that night baby and they talk about like Gave me all your pussy, made me look your balls, like all that stuff. It's it's just mm. it's a, you know, it's the West Coast version of slopping on up. It's what you call the got stacks and we love it.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Good content. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> it's it's great. Shout <laughs> out to the Shout out the All right. Are oh, you waiting on mine, Brian? Yeah,
1: clearly, a you know. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna pull one that, that people y'all probably don't know, but it is um, Gorilla Pimp by Project Pat. It is so terrible. Ooh. Hmm. But it is such a great song. Um, I'm a gorilla on the hose. I'm a pimp nigga you ain't know. I'm a Mac man on the stroll. I'm out here trying to make a hoe because I hustle on the low. I ain't trying to go for broke. Hmm. So don't come up short because if you do, I'll cut your throat. That is just Not my that is just my song, <laughs> and it's just so it's so vulgar, so violent <laughs> against women, and I know I shouldn't enjoy it, but my God, when it comes on. Woo! It's I been feeling like I feel like I got a house full of hoes, not a house. And I'm, full just, of I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> a pimping I just, I don't even know what comes over me.
2: First off, the lyrics. I just looked the lyrics up. Oof. Yeah, uh, I'm
1: a pimp named Slipback When that yeah. song goes on, <laughs> did do you look the lyrics up
2: because I thought she burnt me? Huh? What's going on? Don't do it Yeah,
1: that's that's what's going on. Yeah.
4: Yeah, you know yeah, what? I
1: thought she burned me. It's the first of them month. You can call me Sambo. Oh wow! I'm gonna wow, dig wow. down this hole because I like to gamble. Oh, you know, wow, I just,
4: wow. well, your mama definitely girl. can't yeah. listen to this. Yeah, she going not yeah. listen to this. Yeah, one, but yeah, I just want to listen to this one.
1: It is a great. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to y'all. It is a great song, but you probably should not enjoy it. That's but what okay. you do? It's okay. We all have that one or two or five or ten. Yeah, so
0: we all do. All
1: right, Brian. You ready to jump into the the actual conversation now?
0: Let's do it. Let's all do right. It. Um. So it's Pride Month. It is. Be does who that mean? It, you
4: are. <laughs> does that
0: mean anything? Do you? All? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: if
0: you know. You know. <laughs>
2: Sorry for
1: the (laughs) stop. You all right, brother. You're home.
0: (laughs) You're home. You're here. Still here. (laughs) Still here. (laughs) here. here. Oh. All right. So does that like say so, you know, I, I love Black History Month. You know, does Pride Month have a level of significance for you? Uh you said still here that might resonate with you. What are some things that resonate you with for this month? I guess for Pride Month. Do y'all care?
4: Yeah, of course okay. we do. I'm, I'm just
0: um, making you know, sure, you know.
4: You know, what, you know what? I think also, like, I think it's a lot different for me and Charles, too, because, mm-hmm. like, Pride Month is really acceptable now, and, like, when we mm-hmm. were coming up, like, Pride Month wasn't this acceptable. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, so, for example, like, I know for me today, like, and, and it's great to see it, like, so, you know, um, I'm an IOTA, um, and that's, um, the best fraternity out of the nine, but we're gonna leave that alone for another day. Um oh, all right. Didn't, <laughs> all listen,
0: right man. Did, stop recording. Didn't, didn't, take,
4: didn't take us long, okay? We ain't we ain't been here that long and we're still here. Okay. So hey.
1: Still you here. <laughs> here if you just was founded yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So we digress and, and, li-
4: and I'm still on the same stage as you okay at the MPHC conferences. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> Um, you know, the, um anybody who knows anything about D 9 um, mm-hmm. there's always been some associations of toxic masculinity, and always there's been some accusations of homophobia and stuff like that with all of our orgs at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and IOTA literally just did a pride post today, and that warmed my heart. Um, wow, okay, yeah, yeah. So, IOTA, IOTA, Sigma, um, and the SG Rose are the only three so far that have done pride posts. So this is kind of like huge for us because like, you know, as a lot of us know, like they don't, don't really acknowledge the LGBTQ community as much right. as they should or as much as they could. Um, so that was like really, really dope to see. Like I was really, really, uh, I was pleased with it. I was pleased with it. I got some internal thoughts, but, you know, I was for the most part, I'm, you know, I'm pleased. Mm-hmm. Um, but I care. I mean, I, lo- I love it. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I love that people are celebrating us. Um, I also just want people to understand that like us celebrating pride month and these organizations, excuse me, and these companies that are getting behind like the LGBTQ community for pride month doesn't take away from like you know the other communities that are out there um and how they exist and everything and you know obviously like we know the commu- we know the companies that are performative we know the ones that are only mm-hmm. doing this for like a couple of weeks and then they go back to to doing whatever you know they mm-hmm. were doing before and then we know the companies that really do care about the LGBTQ community around mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so Pride month is, is I love pride month um I don't wear a lot of rainbow stuff because mm-hmm. it's not my aesthetic but um I love pride month
2: you know, yeah, I'll have to. um whew, the girls are probably gonna get me, but I don't care because I say what I, <laughs> I say what I want. Um, I haven't been feeling it this Pride Month, and I haven't really. I don't know. I I realized that Pride Month. Like I'm appreciative for all of our um, queer brothers and sisters who worked and fought hard for us to even have this month, whether it be black or white, um Sis or you know um trans uh folks i just feel that when this month comes around that's when rainbows is everywhere Mm -hmm. and you just i can't never distinguish which company is really for us and it's just like let's just give these people you know um the shine for this month um so that's how i feel but i love pride month and i and what i do love about pride month is that i see a lot of coming out stories especially Mm -hmm. younger folks Mm -hmm. who don't have who who possibly felt like they didn't have the opportunity to do that but this month is like this is the month where i feel like i will be most supported in coming out and some people wait up until june to come out because they know Mm they want to get the support that they need and so i appreciate that and i love that and i love like when i go places people like happy pride month um i love that people are acknowledging that um but i have to be just like i gotta be black every day i gotta be I'm, i'm I'm gay every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Pride Month, I love it. Um, and that's when I, I really show out, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's another month and I'm appreciative. I love the rainbows. And just like Chancey said, it's not my aesthetic. I will rain I will wear some stuff now. Rainbow stuff. But um I really um I really I I'm 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 okay. Like I'm I'm not feeling it this year, but like in general I love Pride Month. Um And I think I just have a lot going on in, like, what I want to do. And I just, like, I don't have time to be focusing on, like, who's really for us and who's really not, even though you should. But it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just a little different for me. Not like last year where I was like, yes, like, yes, I'm super gay this month. Like, it is what it is. Um, (laughs) T-Mobile sent me, like, some stuff last year, and I was surprised. I'm like, T-Mobile, what's going on? So I'm like, this is booming for me, like. (laughs) Yeah. Prima is where I gotta do what I gotta do. Um but um like I said overall, it's a it's a beautiful month and I'm appreciative of of having that and being able to showcase myself and my my fellow uh queer community uh folks or members are able to do the same.
1: So both of y'all alluded to um like the like the the quick propaganda, so to speak, Mm like that companies, organizations, even individuals, right? Use that's right, like I was just on LinkedIn today and everybody profile picture is a rainbow on top of their business logos uh, companies are doing all type of things mm-hmm. um, we see it coming up for even Juneteenth we see a bunch of kente stuff we're seeing a bunch of rainbow <laughs> stuff now even on plates and napkins and all this other kind of stuff right what are some of the I guess the dumb marketing stuff that you've seen that you're tired of um, that you could do without right that happens every month?
4: Let me sell you this bullshit. I was, I was <laughs> having some shrimp and grits on Sunday. Uh-huh. Um, and I was out with, with my sins. And um, we were we were just like, you know, just fellowship and everything. And he showed me this picture. He was like, what you think of this? And Burger King and recognition of pride. I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring was, it ooh, up. I was going to bring <laughs> it up later. <laughs> two
1: King
4: top and buns
1: and two, buns. two bottom buns. And
2: <laughs>
4: let's, and, you know, let's be. I didn't, you ain't see that Top for top and bottom for bottom.
2: That's Charles,
4: Charles. If they knew anything about the gay community, they would know that that is wrong because that two is bottoms so wrong, are not bumping baby. purses. <laughs> We're not doing that. We are not doing that. Two tops ain't swore fighting. Two bottoms. No, no, no
2: shade. Now, two, now, now. I, but, uh, I will say this, Chancy. Two now, tops
4: can do that. Yes. Two yes. tops yes. and so, two
2: bottoms. Now, the way that if the that's way that how you, set
4: if, up. If, if that's how you want to live, that's your business. I, I like. I like. <laughs> I, I, I like it the traditional the, way, okay?
2: The okay. bottom girl. You're
4: the bottom girl. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> okay. My, b- bottom bits, I, my bottom bitch.
4: My bottom bitch. Okay? Bit, okay, I don't fuck okay, about none of that other shit.
2: Talk about <laughs>
4: Talking about, but also Which I'm my,
2: giving, take, I'm taking, I'm giving, give me, I'm give, me. Gig, give me, give me, give me more, okay? give me <laughs> more.
4: Snack snacks, Okay. Okay. But, <laughs> how in the hell am I supposed to eat a burger with two sesame seed buns? <laughs> one. <sesame> <clears throat> how am I supposed to eat the sesame seed bun at Burger King? First, it's first, they it already breaded, to be honest. Okay, unless it's like a Burger King where it's like the buns, the buns are a little bit flatter. But it's like, how am I even supposed to be eating that? Like, I, what you gonna give me one? On top, one on the bottom, and just like like a big ass puff. Like, and how is that in recognition of pride? My like, that has nothing to do with me.
2: That don't fit me, baby.
4: It don't fit me. That it don't, don't fit move me. me. I don't. I'm not moved by that.
2: Would they <laughs> thought this was a one size fit all with that? like because that don't that's not giving.
4: <laughs> I saw that bullshit. I said that that's like that's like when you home and you got your pack of Strowman bread or your pack of Wonder bread and you ain't eat the first end piece and the last end piece and you ain't got no more bread in the middle, so you have to you know your mama making homemade burgers because she forgot to get burger buns from the shop <laughs> and she's in the house and she tell you i would to have to make this work because I'm not going back out to the store and you got to eat the burger with the Two in pieces. I don't do it at home, so why would I pay to come to your establishment and do this? Like I don't like it's it's the, that's no. no, I'm not. Doing it.
1: I'm not doing it. no. It's it's, it's that's hilarious, but it's so indicative of like every time there's a like thematic celebration, there's the right people are never in the room, never at these tables because this kind of stuff should not be happening, right? And you would think that. As much as we push diversity, equity, inclusion, right, there should be some people, right, from every community of every walk of life in these rooms influencing these conversations. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but it is not. Um, the, the real root of this conversation that we have, that we, first of all, Brian and I want to celebrate um, our brothers this month and everyone who's a part of the community specifically. But we recently heard a conversation that Joe mm-hmm. Biden was a part of. And in it, um, Brian, remind me the the name of the show.
0: Uh, it is uh, Thirty Two Kicking It. Uh, it's some. It's Matt Hoffa. It's uh, Math Hoffa. It's his podcast. podcast He's like a rapper, whatever. whatever. Right. Yeah.
1: So essentially, he brought up a question, just pretty much asked Joe Budden about his sexuality, uh, asking him, was he bi, all these different type of things. And Joe Budden was like, "Nigga, it ain't none of your business." Um, long story short, he kind of whispered under his breath, saying, "Well, I just want to make sure because I don't want no niggas." Blah blah blah. And Joe Budden was like. Just because, like, just because someone's, someone's gay or bi doesn't mean that they necessarily want you just because you're a man, right? And we've um, seen in throughout life, right, that one of the biggest misconceptions about people who are part of the LGBTQ plus community is that just because they like the same sex, same gender, they automatically like everybody in the room. And that's not necessarily true. Brian and I have a friend who <laughs> so eloquently said, ugly is transferable no matter how you identify right (laughs) 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 you know what i'm saying and i think you know me and brian had a conversation earlier we were kind of prepping for the conversation was like i think the root of it is is that a lot of this a lot of this homophobia i think is rooted in projection that a lot of people are projecting on others and then another one i think is this unnecessary level of perversion that they like to put on people within the community right it's like just because they, you know, this man likes men doesn't mean that they just running out here trying to chase everything that is a man um, that they all of a sudden are now pedophiles and like children, like all of these different really negative and dumb stereotypes and tropes are put upon people. Um, and we want to use this conversation to really debunk that all those myths and just tell some of our brothers who may even be listening and some of our sisters to another side, nigga, they don't want you. That's just, that's just not what it is. So just to open up this conversation, um, either one of you can go first. How do you deal with some of those stereotypes? Have you ever, has, has that ever even hit your ear, um, Has it been spoken to your presence, been spoken over you? And if so, how have you dealt with it? Or even if not, how have you comforted other friends? Or, you know, how have you dealt with it in general?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so I will say that, and I would be very transparent about my experience. So I came out when I was 14. And I will not lie. Like, when I came out, everybody was everybody could have got it at that point that because that I was, I didn't have anybody to mentor me. So if I saw something and I I saw a guy like, I was going to try to like talk to him. But if he's like, no, I'm like, okay. But now like growing up and learning that I realized like how for me, that's not, you know, that's not how I want to do things, but I haven't had any like issues outside of like guys be like, Oh yeah, Charles want me or saying something to other people because Nine times out of 10, my friends will defend me. Like, first off, Charles is not thinking about you. If I showed mm-hmm. you what type of char- like guys that Charles like, you'll be like, oh, you're not even one of them. First off, don't flatter yourself. Like, I don't know <laughs> what, what, dusty girl, no shade, and mess with you because you dusty too. I'm good off that. Like, I don't, I'm like, don't think because I come in a room and I feel like, that's insecurities on their end. Like yeah, you see that yeah. I'm like, I am very comfortable with who I am and you're not comfortable with you, who you are. So you think that I'm gonna come in and sway you and swindle you and say, Hey, come on. I am in come over here and do me like, that's not, the case so <laughs> so a lot of my like even my girlfriends they like their their boyfriends or like their husbands they were like Charles oh, is a really cool guy like you know like I typically the whole tip you know stereotypical yeah. type of mm-hmm. conversations of banter to that straight cis men will have with their partner who has a queer <laughs> best friend or queer friend like you know I will hang with him he, he's a cool gay guy no I'm a cool guy he just happens to be gay and. Um, I'm not looking at you. I don't care how cute you are. If you don't come on to me, I'm not coming on to you. The moment you, you like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, this is what is given. Okay. What's up? If I'm in, if, if I feel like that's what it is, but also with that, I've, I'm very careful because DL culture, um, all of that, like, I'm not into that. Like, that's not my thing. So I don't know if, uh, guys think that like, Once they meet a guy who's openly gay, it's like, oh, he going to try to come on to me. You don't have a pot to piss in a window to throw out for me to even. Mm I already know who you are. Like nine times out of 10, I already know who you are, what you about. I don't want you. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything about you. I just want to dab you up, say what's up, have a conversation. And that's it. I think growing up, I had a very, very, very hard time adjusting with men being in the room, cis straight men being in the room with me for that very reason and also not being comfortable with being myself because yeah, oh shake the head put the head down and things of that nature like oh he's trying to like you know what i mean like he's doing too much i've had people like i've had one person i was at a party with one of my uh old high school friends she was like yeah my, my boo was next to me he was like yeah he doing too much and i was like well whose school is this he don't go here everybody mm-hmm. here at the school know how i dance and know how i am so if he don't like it go somewhere else I don't mm. care. I told her just like that. She was like, "Ooh," and I was like, y- "She's not even with him." So you you told me that for what? I don't care. I'm not trying to come on him and entice him. Like I'm not. I'm by the DJ booth and I'm dancing. So I, I've had that, but other than that, like I haven't had guys be like, "Yo, chill. You trying to come on to me?" Because I feel like they, then they'll get embarrassed when I'll be like, "Actually, it's not the case, sir. It's not the case at all." Chancey?
4: Yeah. I mean, similar to what Charles was saying, like. I've always been very mindful of like making sure that I don't come off a certain way. Cause my goal is to never make anybody feel uncomfortable, period. Like that's never my mm-hmm. goal. Like I'm, I'm on whatever you're on. Like if you give me a handshake, I'll, you know, I will shake your hand. If you want to give me a hug, I will hug you. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, there are some things that come naturally to me. Um, And I never, yeah, I'm, mean, that's, that's what it's about for me. But also at the same time, it's just like, you know, I have been fortunate enough to actually make some really good friends in my life who like can advocate for me and like who Mm -hmm. know who Mm -hmm. I am. Um, I came out when I was my first like couple months in college. So, you know, I was just, I was, so I came to college and I was out, but I was already navigating like that world, like pretty much the same. And like, you know, I think, I think sometimes what people like tend to forget is that like, you know, like, gay people are still very much like humans and they still very much have preferences. And I think that that gets lost sometimes because it's just like, oh, like, because as soon as they find out that you're gay, right? It's like, oh, I don't want him to come on to me. I don't want him to do anything to me. But it's just also like at the same time, like he's not worried about you. He's not checking for you. And it's like you putting that out there into the atmosphere is just crazy. Like I remember I had one situation. It was like my last year of college. Like, and someone had like, basically took my words and kind of like twisted it like i like someone had like someone had showed me like i think like one like someone who was like a transfer student coming in i was like oh he's a good looking guy like i left it there because at the end of the day like i can i can tell anybody oh you look good you look great and then not be sexual yep. at all mm-hmm. like yep. you know like like i have no problem like saying oh my gosh like you look amazing you look nice that's just cuz i'm not a hater you know Right, and also right 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 this, I'm a fly bitch so <laughs> you know, like you know like so for me You're it's it. like you know, for me, it's like, I don't have a problem complimenting anybody because, like, I'm very secure in what I have and who I am. Exactly. You know, so for me, it was just kind of like, it was weird that someone took my words back and twisted it. Because at that point, I had mm-hmm. been at that school for so long and I had built, like, such a good, like, not that I was intentionally building it. But I had such a good, like, rapport with a lot of people. And not even just, like, straight people, but just in general. So I was just like, don't even, like, like don't flatter yourself, one. But two, like, you know, it's not even like that. So... Yeah, and then also, like, we have people who are really, really, like, insecure who take it a step further, and they try to harm people, you know, if they hear stuff like that. Like, they harm gay guys. They harm <clears throat> our trans brothers and our trans sisters if they even get, like, you know, sometimes if they hear stuff like that, where it's, you know, like, they, they, you know, they try to get physical with them. They try to, you know, bring them, like, that, that, that physical harm or violence. And so, like, for me, it's just, like, you know like you never even thinking about the predicament that you might be putting somebody in if you go around and like you start up like something that's not true and saying like oh that person likes you or Mm -hmm. whatever just anything like that like it just comes off as like messy like you know so uh, trying to have people be mindful about that
0: yeah yeah, and I, i was i think i was talking to josh about this earlier and and one of the biggest things about this show is to learn but also unlearn, unlearn stuff yeah um and just growing up i think the position of a lot of young black men and i don't like to stereotype our community but i think it wasn't even really about tolerance it was like a, you had to be overly aggressive against homosexuality like not just on some like, oh, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it, I'm not gay. It has to be like, nigga, I'll kill you. Yeah, uh, you testing my manhood and blah 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 blah. And if you to even uh, a, a friend of ours has a friend who is on some like like how dare you even assume and that I'm this way and as if it's like an offense that somebody uh would would approach you or something like that. So um I will say, like, just even growing up, that was like a, the thing. And I'm pretty sure y'all, I saw y'all shaking mm-hmm. your head, like that was the thing. Like you, it couldn't just be like a oh, non-come, I'm cool. I'm not gay. You had to like be hella macho and be on some, like, like you know, or, how dare you? you know, like that kind of crazy stuff. And and I'm just grateful for one for um, unlearning a lot of behaviors. And I can be yeah. honest and say that's where I grew up. So I, I you know um i cannot you know it, it act like at one point that i was not homophobic like because that's what my culture i grew up i'm being yeah. honest um but it was really me one um and the, and it's the stupid thing you know like half my cousins are gay like i grew up in a gay family like this sounds really bad i hope that didn't offend anything but i grew up in a family with my my all my sisters my, sis, my almost all my cousins are lesbians uh, a good portion of my cousins are, are gay 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 men um and we were still taught to be super aggressive and nasty and rude mm-hmm. and mean. All and, those things. Oh, don't hang out with, with gay folks because then you are gonna be. I, I'm using and I'm I'm just you know trying to unlearn. No, things. that's what they say. Air quotes. Be turned mm-hmm. out. That's what they say. And mm-hmm. like, all those things. And 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 you're like conditioned and cultured to all this. This really just nonsense. And then when I moved to like Atlanta, uh, and I just grew up and you know exposure to really having conversations and really like um, and, and of course and I grew up in the church too, so that's a whole another thing.
1: The Pentecostal church, so that's a whole. The Pentecostal church. That's a nother whole. Thing.
0: Any 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 sermon you're going to hear is going to talk about gay people. Every sermon. Um, that's neither here nor there. Absolutely. Um, so we're we're we were talked all this toxic. Culture, yeah. And Brian, can um, I add one more mm, thing before you go for
1: finish it. And ask a question? I mean, yeah. even on top of that, growing up, because I grew up Memphis, Tennessee, you know, was black as hell. And one of the things, and you probably can attest to this too, Brian, and even Charles Chance probably heard it. Gay was used as an insult. Yeah, nigga, that's gay. Like you know, even if I mean, just for the just for the dumbest stuff, you tripped over, you tripped over a piece of, you, you tripped over your own foot. That's okay. So gay. Yeah, that's okay. So and yeah. as and when I was younger. <laughs> It was an it was an in, and people get offended and mad right to use that as an insult. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, it just come. First of all, understanding that that's just it's just, just dumb, wrong, right? It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's not insulting. But at the same time, how that really that putting that stigma on like sub- naming something gay or an activity as gay, like even the who oh daddy thing that's happening now with these short shorts, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: When I was in high school, if I walked around oh, with five oh, inch yeah. Nike shorts on. It would have been. I would have been the talk of the whole school, right? But today, mm-hmm. if I ha- if I have on and shorts, nigga, why are your shorts so long? All, all these different types of things. So we see evolution happening, but we also yeah. see very very slow progress in how people think um, and how people perceive certain things. Um, but I just want to add that in there, Brian. That like even beyond some of the the things that we were taught and conditioned to think right mm-hmm. about people within the the community, is also how they framed.
0: Yeah, yeah, different
1: terms to be insulting, to be negative, to, you know, almost like blacklist in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. You or somebody because that activity is this. Or, you right. know, or, or we labeled it that, right? It's almost like gay was ugly. Gay is bad. Gay is all these different types of things. Uh, and that's how we were taught. That's how we grew up. Brian talked about when I came to Atlanta, the whole flipping your collar thing was a, was a thing. Now, 3 Mafia had a whole song called Popping My Collar. But when, when some people in the barbershop, i never forget it. My Almost my last Saturday told me, don't you wear your collar up in Atlanta. That's a signal. I said, a signal for what? They was like, that's a If you have your collar flipped up, they're going to know. They're they going to think you're gay, nigga. They're going to know you. I was like, and my dumb self was like, huh, shut I ain't flipping nobody. It's every, I'm going to button it up to the top and make sure it's ironed out with starch, right? Because that's just, these were the things that were ingrained in us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just want to add that in there, Brian, that it was, you know, yeah. e- even how, even
0: verbiage <clears throat> was used to be demonized in a sense. Right. And, and I guess my question would have been in that case, and Josh kind of mentioned, there's been s- some progress. Is it, has it been slow? How do you feel like the, I guess, culture may have shifted? Is it, uh, uh is it individual thought process, it individual education, or do you feel like the culture as a whole has somewhat shifted the, uh the i guess their how they approach certain things regarding the community
4: it's definitely better um is it great no but is it Mm -hmm. much better than where we were like 10 years ago 15 years ago hell even 20 years ago it's definitely Mm -hmm. it's it's so much better um i mean and and so and to go back to your point too we also grew up around stuff like that as well Mm -hmm. um talk about it i wanted to say that like charles like charles is like charles is from newark like you know like Mm -hmm. all of my family lives Mm -hmm. in new jersey um and i grew up in south jersey and so we all like we we can relate to that a lot um And there are also not many gay people in my family, um, either. So it was just not a big thing that it Mm -hmm. was like, you know, we, that that was really embraced in my family. Um, Mm -hmm. on top of that, another point that you made too, like, there was a difference growing up, a clear Significant difference between women being Gay and men being gay Women mm-hmm. being oh, gay a, have been accepted for years That's the thing But but but, but men <laughs> being gay, especially Black men being gay, like that really Recently has just like Started to like not make Some people disgusted
0: um, Oh, that's a good point, oh my gosh
4: And I don't know why, because you know At the end of the day, like it, it never had anything to do With you, right? Um but stuff has definitely gotten better. I will say this. I will say that I am a lot more comfortable in who I am now at 28. Well, 27, 27, turning 28. 28 years. September. Um, well, let's hold on now, <laughs> Okay. because you're still older than me, friend. Okay, I, oh, love I was you.
2: celebrating your I age. You.
4: <laughs> I, I said 28 in September.
2: I was giving you a shout. See, this is what the vlogos do. Uh huh. This is what the vlogos do. That's what they do. Yeah, you That's see Aquarian gonna come together and get you by the yeah. phone. You yeah. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with, I'm with you, I'm with you, Chase. Carry on, carry, carry,
0: carry I'm with you. on. Every time, every time, Brian
1: tried to scoot me on over closer to him, I'd be oh, like, Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now hold You're on, the older brother, you still the older then.
2: brother, okay. the older now, brother now, Brian. Wait a
4: minute, okay, hold on, carry
2: on. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, um, it's definitely gotten much better, of course, you know, I mean. If if me and Charles were growing up now, I think our lives would be a lot more different than what they were ten years ago. Mm-hmm. However, however, I will say this, and this, and I've always been, and I told Charles this. I feel like Charles has such a really like dynamic upbringing, and I feel like Charles was really blessed in a way when he was growing up and when he came out that he did have some support, um, because a lot of people don't have that type of support, you know, growing up and. I know for me, like I waited until I was miles away to tell my mom, you know, hey, I suck a little dick every now and then. <laughs> you know, because because I because I know I know that I couldn't be in her house and have said that. You know, I know that I could. I know that I could not have. Been. I know that, and so, you know, I waited until I was in a place where she couldn't, where it was not accessible. You know, her, leave, it to cheap, to, you know leave it to leave it to Tell her that, okay, <laughs> to, to tell her that in the comfort of the dorm room that I was paying for, the financial aid was paying for. So, oh, you know, okay. I, I mean, it, things have been a lot better, and I think that it's amazing that you acknowledge the fact. That at one point in time you did have homophobic uh, mm-hmm. um, traits because yep. a lot of straight men do a lot, of, and, and it's nothing. It's nothing like even like even us as sometimes because there are some gay men who are self hating. You know, there mm-hmm. are gay men who are like, "Oh, he, she's too she he's too femme, and he's doing too much," and this and this and third. You have people that are like me and Charles. You know that that do you know this to other people who identify the same way as them and Charles knows that I do not like this word and I am not condoning use of this word and I still you know and I'm going to be very mindful when I say this on your platform at the end of the day when you are a gay man you know trying to speak down on another gay man if someone still wants to call you a fag when you leave the room they're going to do that like you know so so that's something that's important too like because we deal with like a lot in the community as well too like Shit don't change just because you're a little bit more masculine presenting or whatever the case may be. If someone still wants to, you know, discriminate against you, they're going to. Not saying that is right, but things have definitely gotten better. Things have gotten better. But I think the main thing is making sure that you continue to try to unlearn those things and how to be like, you know, better. And you know, the community, the, the community, we we going somewhere. We going somewhere. We we still got some work to do, a lot of work to do, but we definitely going somewhere.
1: Now, Chancy, I w- I want to go back right to you acknowledging like the vulgarity around the f word, um, and just like un- unfortunately, we have to keep explaining to white people why y'all can't say nigga, right? Um, uh, we have to keep telling you, but there are a lot of people out right, who just don't understand, right, why that word is offensive, um, mm, to people within the, you know the gay community. So give ed- educate the people, like why why is why is it right a very offensive vulgar thing to say.
4: Um, well, so faggot actually refers to a bundle of sticks, but a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it was used as a slur for years and years and years mm-hmm. when, you know, so, you, you know, when, when they assumed that somebody was gay and it was, you know, it's been, you, you know, there have been hate crimes that have taken place like in our country and in our world where, you know, People who have attacked gay people have used those slurs while, you know, physically attacking them or verbally attacking them or whatever the case may be. And so it's not a word. Uh, I don't play that. I don't play with that word. Personally speaking, like I can deal with a lot of things, to be honest. um, But that word, I'm going to beat you up. (laughs) <laughs>
0: okay.
4: Like, I'm 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 going to I'm I'm going to dog walk you, okay? Like I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to I'm going to do that. You know, because it's it's not a, and we have some gay people who've tried to reclaim the word and Charles and I have had conversations about that. Um and it's just, not, it's an ugly word. It's just not okay. You know, like it's not mm-hmm. good. Like the same way I wouldn't want a white person to call me a nigga is the same way that I would not want uh, anybody to call me the F word. I just, I just wouldn't want it. I really wouldn't want that. And so, you know, that's why it's not okay. It's been used as a slur for years and years against folks. So that's why it's not okay. And that's why it's not okay to joke. And, You know, even Mm -hmm. if you're calling a straight person that, like, I understand. Because, you know, the gay jokes that you guys touched on a bit, like, you know, that was very prevalent growing up. Very, very Mm -hmm. prevalent growing up. But now I'm at a place in my life where, like, I hear people say stuff like that. I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? You know, like, oh, that's gay. Well, what do you mean by that? Like, let's unpack that, you know? Like, what, like, what, you know? Or even Mm -hmm. if they're heading towards something like that, because it's just not okay.
2: I would say I want to know people who I hated that word growing up. I still don't like it because I don't use it in my vocabulary. Because some close family members have called me that, and yeah, although I, I have support, the, the 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 person who I never expected to call me that called me that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so mm. at this point, we talk about it all the time, every chance that we get. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, we got past it. We don't have to because I feel like they still beat themselves up about it, and I don't I don't need them to do that, right? And so. I, I, I haven't had a really good relationship with that word either. And you know, I was dating someone last year. We like really tried to reclaim it. We didn't call each other that, but we definitely used it like when we see something or we reference something or we'll see something, we'll laugh. Like, okay, like quick thing, a quick phrase, fag out, right? That's a that's a more that's a more uh positive, like meaning like when you go to the balls, you're gonna fag out. You're gonna really do what you need to do to get the girls going right. Some people say that. Some people, but like I ain't even gonna touch that. You know, it's still cringy for some folks, and so I feel like that has been like my my thing. But I will say, I'm a, I guess I'm opposed to Chansey because I do still call straight people, especially straight black men, the word if they are acting like that because I take the word as you're a punk. You're 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 a punk a, a, a punk in in all facets of the word, mm. especially those who. Um, tear down women mm-hmm. put that hands on women those are the ones who I'm calling that word <clears> so if I ever use that word it's because of that or towards those people who will act like that like that's what I, I do like you know I may not say it out in public like loudly but I'll say it to myself like, oh, or I not even just that word I'll use other words but I, I, I use that intentionally because I feel like we've been called that for so long from these people like now you're acting like actually what you've been calling us and now I get to you Know but I, I again I would never go out and be like, hey, you are, you know, that's that's my thing. And to go kind of go back a little bit, I want to go back because I don't know we're trying to go further, but you okay. also talked about family, Brian, or like you know, growing up and, and family, and making sure, like, ensure, like instilling in you that you be mean to these people who, who are not like us, but who are like us, like you know what I mean, no matter. Like, what? Like, you go be mean to those folks. And even me, as a, a, you know, growing up in a family being, you know, gay, I've heard people in my family still talk the way they talk, still do the things they do, but I'm the exception. And that's why I had to learn and, and share with my family. A lot of queer people in their families are the exception to the community because it's like, mm. I know you, you're my family. I love you. You ain't like the mm. rest of them. Yeah, but the rest mm. of them are my family too. You wow. got to understand that. So when you talking about them, you talking about me and mm-hmm. you don't understand that because you think that mm-hmm. is, and I don't take it as a praise. When I was young, I understand it. So I was like, yeah, I'm a gay token gay. No, 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 no. Not at all. So I don't want to be nobody's token. Nothing, not, not nothing at, not, not at, not at this not, age. Give not me some tokens, age. but I don't want to, do yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that has, that's a thing too, as a queer person in a family, a black family, and you have to continue to hear that and hear different things. And when people bring up... Yeah, because they in a the lifestyle tour, I'm like, what's the lifestyle? What are you talking about? What does that mean? Or, you know, you going to this or you doing that? Or, yes, like, I have... Like, don't do that. Like, you don't have to <laughs> treat me like how you treat my straight cousin. Please, because I, I want yeah. that. But I will say, like, I have had a lot of love and support you know, in my family, um, after a certain time of being, you know, out and open with with myself, um, and being queer and being gay and being, you know, whoever I want to be on whatever day and use whatever pronouns I want to use on that day. Um, we haven't gotten that far with my family yet, but you know, work in progress. And um, I just feel like. I've had the support, but there's still some things that needs to be, like, readjusted and, you know, understood. So when, like, family members say things, I'd be like, quick, like, "Mm mm-mm, we're not not doing that, please. But no, they just, I'm just saying, they just doing too much. What is doing too much to you? What is, you're not doing enough, And that's your issue. You mad because you see somebody being who they are and it's too much for you. They don't got to do all of that. How are you going to try to police somebody from being who they are? And what I hear all the time, and I've heard it from since a kid, be who you are, be yourself. Stop telling me that because when I go be myself, you try to dim my light. That happens all the time. So I've gotten to a point where people stop telling me, when people tell me, be yourself, like I'm going to be myself. You don't have to keep telling me that. And even when people don't like it, they don't like it. Yesterday. I walked out. I'm in North now. I'm I'm in North. So I walked out with a crop top and some Hoochie Daddy shorts all day. And I dared. I was in my head like, I want somebody to say something to me. I want them to. I'm ready. Like I want them to. I'll call Ray Ray and them. Like, what's up? Not, not, not
4: okay. <laughs> <I was laughs> you not, not, not itching for a good old I was, fight. Okay. You're cruising for bruising? Not you itching for a good <laughs> old fight. Because I just
2: feel like I grew up here. I, 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 I grew up here. I've I yeah. done everything that I wanted to do here. Like, you know, I have connections here. So you're going to tell me that I can't be who I am? I can't. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not walking mm. with my stuff, hanging out. You know what I mean? I'm not like doing different crazy stuff. Like I'm not doing any that. I'm just being myself and minding my own business. Now, when you intervene in my business, then we have to talk. Like, what's up? Well, like, why my business is is yours? Like, what's going on? So,
4: I am a little frustrated about the Hoochie Daddy shorts, though. To be honest, I, I can't know, find none. No, you know that that <laughs> that, but also it's like it that, but it's also like child. You know, we paved the way. You know, like it's, like, it's like we've been wearing stuff, like, you know, shorts for years. Okay. I, I mean, you can look at pictures of us 10 years okay. ago. You know we know wear shorts. Yeah. Legs and, and hips, hips and, and body. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, you. you know, I'm a little annoyed because it's like, okay, like, now I gotta, like, damn, like, we just can't have nothing. Like, it's just like, oh my <laughs> God, like, go back to wearing your cargo shorts with of four pockets. Bye. Listen, go ahead to the Aeropostale and go get them. But Not the, Aero the Aeropostale. We, <laughs> but, but leave our shorts alone, okay? Like,
0: Stu. <laughs> uh, I, I want to break something that, that you said, um, uh, Charles, when you said as far as somebody saying somebody's doing too much. And I always thought about the the idea or the thought process behind the fact of like, you don't know what it took them to do anything like the years of suppression and yeah. self-hate, and all that kind of stuff. Good, and then right. now you said I'm doing too much, but you don't know what it took for me to just do this. Like, um, and to me for people to be like, Oh, you're doing too much. Like, like what like this, like just being yourself and being alive is, is a thing. Like, yeah, like people could have got killed. people got murdered. Like I know people who've, who've been beat up for stuff. You know what I'm saying? So when somebody's out there just living their lives and, and you saying they're doing too much, like, no, like they, they putting some people are putting their lives on the line because niggas want to act like niggas, uh, for stupid stuff. So, um, and I, like I said, cousins, I've seen some people do be in some situations that were kind of, um, that were really traumatic. Uh, and, and people, I think niggas are doing too much and all that kind of stuff. Are they trying to show out or what would my auntie be saying? Oh, they just, they trying to just throw it in our faces and stuff like that. Right, I, right, bye. Um, I just had to put that, that kind of, that stuff really annoys the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I think we almost time to wrap up, but with anything, the goal is to learn and unlearn. And I guess, uh, what are some ways, right? Some folks like us can be better advocates, allies to the community. What are some things you think uh, that you would love to share that we can do better, um, to support?
4: I mean, you gotta know your information. You gotta know your history.
0: And mm-hmm.
4: I mean, I also think it's important to like realize that everybody's experience is not your experience it's the same Mm -hmm. way that a lot of white people always think that all black people can relate to everything and like Mm -hmm. black people Mm -hmm. in the south grow up completely different from how black people grow up here like while we all have like those commonalities like we all grow up differently like people who grow up like in caribbean islands don't grow up the same way people like in los angeles do or Mm -hmm. like in compton do like black people out there or you know or anywhere out there so it's just like you got to be mindful of the fact that like yeah we all have you know similarities but like we are all very different and, you know, taking time to actually learn like what is harmful and what's not harmful. Um, I think is super important. Um, you know, like and, and all but and but also on that too, like not being scared to like have a conversation too, because I think now we're in a, in a time where like people are just so scared of saying the wrong thing that sometimes they don't say anything. And then Mm. it's just like, well, I don't know what to say and how to say it. And it's just like, I think there's a lot of emphasis being put on just extending common decency and like, it doesn't cost anything to just be like a decent person. Hello, Um, But also like, I, I think it's just important to just be like, I don't know this. Can we talk about this? Like the second that you the second that you admit to, you know, or you acknowledge the fact that you don't know everything is a second that I'm like, let, let's chop it up. Like let's really get into some stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but when
4: you come in loud and wrong, and I'm just like, Oh, my sister's burnt too many bridges and there's nothing I could do for him now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like, you know, like I can't do nothing for you now. Like you have burnt too many bridges. Uh, okay, I can't do that for you, sis. I can't, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel personally and, and and just, you know, being respectful is always important too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some of the stuff I think about. Okay.
2: Um, so. In addition to that, I was going to say about the asking questions. Um, I am okay with people asking questions. I would rather them ask questions than assume. So if we're in a conversation and they say something, they're like, I don't know how to say this. I want to say like, you know, X, Y, and Z. I just feel like I tell them, say it, say what you got to say, because then I can correct, correct you because you've been saying it that way for so long. You don't want to say it in front of me because you're not sure if it's, if it's, um, if it's, you know, politically correct or not. So I'm just like, say it like whatever it is that you need to say. And then I'm like, I'll correct Mm. it. Or if someone says a trans, I'm like, that is so, that's not the right way to say Mm. it. Say a trans person or, you know, a transgender person, like, you know what I'm saying? Or people say, tranny i'm like that's not what that's not no like you get what i'm saying and like i know these words can be so cringy for people but we have to say them so we know so people know that's not what you say those are the words don't say it you know what i'm saying or somebody be like oh um i don't understand this whole pronoun thing i'm like baby we've been having pronouns for forever so if you don't know pronouns you need to check your schooling Now there are some. (laughs) There are some that is a lot. There are a lot because I still don't know all the problems. It's a lot of them, and like I'm like I'm still trying to understand them. But if people basically tell you what to call them or what to like, you know, some people like don't call me by my name because I haven't I haven't changed my name yet. What would you like for me to call me? What is your What is your 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 preferred name? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. what's your preferred name? I feel like when you first meet somebody. Hey, how you doing? My name is such and such. My pronouns are X, Y, and Z. Now, if they be like, I don't know what the hell that is. Okay, cool. I just wanted to know because that's nine times out of ten, a person who is on the end of the you know receiving that and they are queer, they're going to be like, okay, cool. Like I appreciate that. My name is X, Y, and Z, and here are my pronouns. And then you continue with the conversation. I learned that a lot. Like I worked at the LGBTQ center at Mount State for some years, and that's why I learned a lot.
0: Can can you repeat that one more time for those yes. that uh, for those listeners that did not understand that?
2: Yes, absolutely. So when you're introducing yourself to someone, and you're not sure, you know, what their pronouns are, how they identify. What you would do mm. is you would you know state who you are. My name is Charles. My pronouns are he, him, his, they, them, and that will then. Uh, give that person who's on the, the receiving end of that comfort to know like you are accepting of them and you understand and you're an inclusive, you know, you're being inclusive. Um, mm-hmm. and so at that point, then they'll go in and say, My name is such and such, and my pronouns are X, Y, and Z, and that's how you build a com- com- you know, community and mm-hmm. conversations. And then after mm-hmm. that, if you're like, I don't know nothing else, that's the basics cool. Like, What else do you feel like you need to know? That's how a conversation can go. And But sometimes it's like, I don't know how they identify. You won't know unless you talk to them and ask them. If you feel like it's important for you to know and understand that, Now if they choose to not dis- disclose that to you, then carry on with the conversation, but make sure that you don't say anything that's too offensive. And now, if now that means you, hey, listen, I'm just going to say hi and bye and walk away. Cool. Rather that, because not everybody can take you know, somebody saying something in the wrong way and being like, okay, let, let me help you. Let me, you know, cause we do have to be very open and receptive to that too. A lot of us feel like we don't need to teach you. We tired, just, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's a lot because even me as a queer man don't know a lot. So I would mm-hmm. want somebody to teach me some things as well. So it is our job and mission to teach people how to talk to us and treat us um, and just have decency i mean that comes that comes with your character so if you have decency then you that's what it is i can't teach you that. right but i can teach you how to um like the words to use and how to talk to me at the same time so yeah
1: um oh one more question before we officially wrap up um as brian has already admitted like i too right struggle with how do i how did i deal with people who are gay was gay around me and all these different types of things i have a freshman year of college Came to Morehouse. A lot of people know the stereotypes around Morehouse and all that goes into that. Um, But in the age of early Facebook, when Facebook was fun for young people, for all our aunties and grandmas got on there, a lot of colleges, particularly Morehouse, Morehouse, Spelman, Clark, AUC, we had like these Facebook groups. There would be like class of 2011. And you would get in there, you'll introduce yourself, find people who are from the same places that you're from. Oh, you know, blase, blase, blase. So by the time you get there in August, you're very familiar with people. Um, made connections and all the things. So I met this um, gentleman. I won't call his name. We had the same first name, same exact birthday, same major, um, and both grew up in the South. So all these parallels. It was like, oh, we finna be friends, right? So when we got to campus, we were thick as thieves. Once you saw Josh R., you saw the other Josh as well. Kicking it, all the different types of things. Um, I was in my room one day. I had my own, I didn't have a roommate freshman year, praise God. Um, so I had a, like, yeah, my, my room was like the hangout room all the time, right? So some of my dorm mates was in my I room. I kicked my
4: first year roommate out. He well, sure I didn't. Did. I didn't. I, didn't,
1: I, didn't, I didn't even have the opportunity to kick him out. Mm-hmm. Just the Lord I, just didn't give me one. I <laughs> kicked I kicked his ass right on out. Um, <laughs> but some 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 of my dorm mates we gonna have to have another conversation about that. Right, some scare. of my dorm mates um was in my room. We was just talking. They was like, "Hey, you friends with you know Josh such and such?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's my boy." Blah blah blah. It was like, you know, he' gay, right? And I was like what? So then, then they begin to do all these things like, he just busts out dancing everywhere. How many dudes just bust out dancing? Like, who just busts out dancing? I'm like, and I <laughs> and and, and in this and, and at this point, like, I still have all these toxic things in my brain, but I'm still a, a smart enough to be like, the nigga just like to dance. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not putting to it, like, I'm not, the math ain't mathing for me. And he was like, bro, trust me, trust me, trust me, blah, 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 blah. So, of course, they got into my brain, and it messed me up because at this point, uh, we had been hanging out a lot. We would come from the calf. you know. I might change clothes real quick. Like I'm, I'm thinking about all these different types of things. And to y'all point, never hit on me, never done anything, never caused me to question anything, but just now all this stuff is in my brain, I'm questioning it all. Um, so we, we hang out the next day and I'm like, hey, bro, I'm just straight up with it. I'm like, okay. He was like, not in the sense of the word. And I'm just like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> so he began to explain, like, he was on this journey. He was like, you know, I like I like whoever. If I think this girl is attractive, that's who I roll with. If I think this dude is attractive, that's who I roll with. And I was like, oh. And we just ended the conversation. And I will admit, I pulled all the way away from their friend. Stopped talking, stopped calling, stopped doing all of the things. And it wasn't until junior year. This was like second semester freshman year when this happened. And mind you, we were tight, tight. So this person had potential to almost be like God, I mean almost like godfather of my kids' potential best friend. That's how tight we were freshman year. Um, well, that first semester and a half or so. So it's junior year. I had grew up, learned a lot, met more people, um, uh, perspectives changed, and I pulled him to the side. He was so open, right, to have a conversation. Um, and I just explained to him my ignorance. I apologized, um, all other things, right? And we never reconciled to that level, but to this day we still wish each other a happy birthday cuz it's on the same day. We see each other at homecoming, we dap it up, we laugh, we catch up. And even on campus, like when we were in the same room, it was more than just cordial. We would have like a legit conversation, but it never went past that. And I don't I don't regret a whole lot of things in life, but that is one of the things. Um I really wish I would have handled so 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 much better. I tell that story to ask this question. How open are you, right, to someone who may have been cuz cuz the other thing about it, I never dogged him around campus. I didn't do that. I just kind of natural, not naturally, but and in- very intentionally poured away, um, and I know that that hurt him because he would reach out. I would le- before ghosting was a thing. I was ghosting, right? Um, so I ask all of that for someone who was just super ignorant, um, you know, but but would come back with a level of sincerity, and and I didn't, and I I was so okay with him not welcoming me back in the same way that we were freshman year but how open are you to like reconciliation in this space for someone who's willing to unlearn who's willing to admit right they were wrong in those spaces and wants to um maybe not even reconcile but just want to get it right because they got it so wrong
4: i think approaches is, um is everything mm-hmm. um I think it's dope that you can honestly sit here and just be like, you know what? Like I really made a mistake and yes. I, really, yes. I, really ruined, I really ruined a good friendship over nothing. But that goes back to my earlier point of like so many people start rumors and stuff like that mm-hmm, and say stuff mm-hmm. like that and then, or they just do stuff like that and it's
1: just so harmful. But you want to know the real guy, Chansey? What? The three guys who told me are they like don't.
4: out
2: and gay. No.
4: I'm sure they are. Wow!
2: <laughs> I'm sure they are. I'm not sure.
4: That's always how it goes. <laughs> that's always how it. Go. We ran into plenty of people that done, that done said I'm not gay, whatever the case may be, and then we run into them on Jack or whatever the case Ooh. may be. You know, or or you right. know, or they slide in the DMs. Right, so it, it, it happens.
2: Mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. does, and it's happening now with me since this way mm-hmm. boss. But I ain't gonna yeah. say no names. Yeah, <laughs> Same. yeah. Same. yeah. Same. <laughs> we all are.
4: <laughs> no. Charles may not Charles may not say names, but when Charles tell me, I might say. Okay, names. now I'm like, I, ain't ain't saved. Saved. I can't control this. You ain't saying. Uh, you ain't say. Ah, I saved. feel <laughs> like Chussy. I I think. I think. I think it's dope that that you're really able to just like I made a mistake, and you know what, Josh, it happens. It really mm-hmm. does. Like it happens. Like that happened to me a lot. Um, more so like in high school. Um, not too much in college because by the time I got to college, like I was only really around people who could fully embrace me and whatever I was and whoever I was. Like I didn't even waste my time even trying to like seek friendship because like I. With, with people who like you know like I I wasn't too sure about because I had yeah. already been there done that. It's funny that you mention that because my ten year reunion is actually like in a couple of weeks and like I'm like on the fence of going. Mm. Um, not because I'm scared of any of them because you know who are they right? Because chances of this it, up, right? <laughs> okay. More importantly, but uh, not only that, but it's just like I'm I'm thinking back to a lot of those instances that you mentioned, where it's like, do I really want to spend my free time around people who were not the kindest to me years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm not, and it's not that I'm not past it. Cause I'm very much so past it. I'm just very much so protective of where I am in life now. Yeah, And like, you can't, especially like when it comes to stuff like that, you just can't always like let people back in, but I would be, I would be receptive to it. If like people from like back in the day, like reached out and like, just wanted to say something. Like I had a friend who texted me, um, um, probably like before the pandemic started and I thought she was a friend, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I think I told Charles the story, but like, she reached out to me and she was just like, you know, I really just want to apologize for like how, you know, things were back in the day. I'm like, you know, and I'm thinking, this is my friend. Like, girl, what are you talking about? She's like, you know, we just put so much pressure on you to just like, just come out and everything back then and everything. And she's like, I can't even imagine what you really were going through, you know, really back then now. And like, it was, it was out of nowhere. It was random. Mind you, I was cool with her. But after that, it kind of made me like, look at her a little bit different. Cause it's like, bitch, was you talking about me? And you <laughs> were pretending to be my friend the entire time um, you know, but, but also like it, it just, it's things like that. So, I mean, I go say, say like, I would be receptive. Like I would, I would be receptive. I don't know if I would be like buddy, buddy, but I mean, I think it's all about your approach and if you're really genuine or not. And if I can tell that you're being genuine, um, you know, it also depends on who you are, but yeah, no, I hear that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chancy knows I am king of reconcile. I will reconcile with a bitch who has done me dirty. Um and that was. The- he sure
4: he saw sure will. He, <laughs> sure, he sure he saw sure with <laughs> He sure will. I mean, I, and I call him I'm like what? very cool with this person and when this happened how is what's going on and tell me everything about it because i'm so protective of him
2: <laughs> you know you got to be protective of god's children you know you know <laughs> um but i have um done that in the past and typically I would do that. But now, like, if you come to me and you want to talk about it, we could talk about it. But I'm not really into, like, really going into a friendship like how I would before. Because for me, like, reconciling means, like, or just talking about our issue would mean that we are actually going to be friends. That was me in my head. Like, okay, now we could be friends. But now I have to distinguish where it's like you coming in and you apologize for something or I'm coming to apologize to you about something. And we move forward. Now, if it happens organically, I'm cool with it. But I'm Mm -hmm, not a place where mm -hmm. I want certain people in my life and I can't, it's hard for me to not think of you in the same manner if I haven't had that connection with you and you're trying to build that connection. So for me, you can apologize and keep it pushing.
1: No, that's so fair. And I, I appreciate y'all, um, y'all honesty around that. Um, Brian, was there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up the living room conversation?
0: <laughs> no, I think it's been a great information. It's been super insightful. Uh, they, uh, yeah, I've learned a lot. Mm hmm. this conversation so i appreciate Mm -hmm. y'all for your honesty and your transparency
1: and if niggas is mad about us having a conversation then niggas be mad and stop listening to the show we want listeners but i mean i mean not 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 at the expense of us dehumanizing people and you know wanting to gain understanding and just loving on our brothers and sisters in general like we don't if if, i mean if you don't rock with us anymore you don't rock with us anymore plain and simple God, I hear you talking. You heard hear that thunder? Um, but that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But we're going to uh, wrap up this part of the conversation. And Brian, you want to get into some black man self-care?
0: Let's do it. Let's do it.
4: Woosa.
0: Woo sa. All right. We are here at Black Man Self-Care. Well, black person self-care. We're changing that from uh, black man self-care to black person self-care because, you know, we've got to be inclusive to Everyone okay We started that at the beginning of the year so we are excited to Get our brothers stayed around uh, For black person self care So what are y'all planning on doing Or what plans do y'all have to take care of your black self uh, Or whatever Regiment or routine you have to take care of your black self
4: Well I'm about to buy Some new products for my beard um, Oh okay I'm trying on, to beer. get my beard like yours Brian. Um, oh, bless you. So I could do the big chop Soon because Without um, the gray I
0: hope <clears throat> Wow <laughs>
4: Oh wow!
2: Okay. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Well, wow. Oh wow! That was oh,
4: okay. So like a little salt and pepper he, now. It gives a little flavor. Pepper. Off.
0: He's it's still okay. mad that I was in Philly hanging out with an, another friend of mine. You know, it's okay. Because
1: I love chance. I'm not mad at that
0: at
1: all. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm, <serious>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try. Um, and you know what? You know, it's a good time for me to ask you. I've been here good things about evan alexander
0: evan alexander i haven't used that
4: yeah um i've been hearing really really good things about them for for black men Mm -hmm. um um someone who i was on a trip with in uh, houston he had them and i was like how do you like those products because like i hear really good things about them he was like yo like i just cut my beard down last week and like it's been really helpful it's starting to grow back already so i'm gonna i'm gonna see what they're giving because it's targeted for black men and um you know i I'm, i'm trying to trying to get it you know
0: Right. Okay. I'll I'll try them. Yeah, I'm looking at the website right now, It's all black people.
4: Yeah, okay. yeah. See, yeah, I've I've heard really good things. And you know, it's a little pricey, so I hope that means it's it, is. Good. it so,
0: is pricey.
2: So,
4: you
1: know. Me and Brian yeah. are Scotch Porter boys ourselves. I'm Shout a Scotch out to the so, porter
2: boy too.
4: So here here's the thing. I tried Scotch Porter. Um I Charles, I'm a brother born last year. Um when I first moved here. It just it wasn't doing nothing for me. I don't know. That's I was fair. trying. I did support them, you know, because I know they are black owned as well. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was trying, but yeah. Now
2: were you consistent? Okay, <laughs> that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Because products don't work if you're not consistent.
4: We're not here to talk about consistency.
2: <laughs> you know? Okay. Okay. We, consistency we, is in everything. So we are
4: here. Is, <laughs> it it is in everything, okay, but no, I was not
2: consistent, but you didn't. I didn't need you to say oh, that. You know right what? I'm okay, because <laughs> you're not going to play yeah. scotch porter out. Okay, we have, we have three brothers in the room who uses them. <laughs> okay. well, well, scotch porter didn't work for Chancy Page.
4: So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, Charles, what about you, man? Yeah. So I heard Chancy say something about a big chop. I think I might have to do that too. I mean, I feel like a lot of like a lot of like black men who I know probably like, hey, we're going bald, so I got to cut my hair off. So that's where I'm at too, but it's been growing in. So I'm thinking about doing that. just wanted to share that. Um, but I think that mm-hmm. my self-care, and I used to hate this place, but I love it, the beach. I'm going to go to the beach as Ooh. often as I can, and I'm also mm-hmm. going to drive away as often as I can, maybe on the weekends, get Airbnb, and just do what I want to do and um, take care of myself but also. I'm going to uh, learn how to stay in the bed sometimes because I do not really? know how to stay in the bed. I do not know how to stay in the bed, and I'll be tired, and um, it's not good to keep ripping and running.
0: That's not that's my okay. self care. Good stuff. Uh, Josh, do you want to go or want to go first?
1: Um, I can go. It's real simple. So um, Ash is going out of town this week, so it's gonna be me and the boys. Um, so my self care is gonna be trying. You know, not to lose my mind with these two kids by myself. Um, I don't believe in the whole daddy duty thing because I am a parent. Um, however, when you're used to parenting in a two-parent household, it is different when your partner is not there. <laughs> so I, I will I will say it in that way. Uh, but no, me and the boys are probably just going to hang out. Uh, my youngest son is playing football. So probably, you know, play catch, run some drills, go catch a movie. That's kind of our thing. Uh, but that's what you'll catch me doing unless they now know my mother-in-law hits me up Well, she typically does as she goes out of town is like you want me to get the boys you absolutely can get these boys <laughs> pack your pajamas now josh and Jaden. um so yeah how about you Brian?
0: uh it's my birthday this weekend just it is know. another
1: year hey. old, hey. I'm, not hey. a big,
0: I'm not a big birthday he's not, but, he's, uh, not uh, he's not he's not i'll figure but. out something to do uh, I may over. hang out with my line brothers this weekend. Yeah. And if I can get there, uh, baby, so
1: the week doing lines of
0: tequila. All my was like okay, I would say, whoa. Well, no, cocaine. I'm not there yet. What a night. I'm not <laughs> there. Okay. I'm not okay. there.
2: Okay, the closest, okay. Th- the closest thing is when I snorted
1: that pixie stick at your wife's <laughs> oh, birthday. Oh, you oh, I did. Oh, I I did. I I did. So she I had a think 90s think. party, and I was like, ah. why not? <laughs> I know you
4: know
2: it was just
1: one. Hi-ya! Okay. It was okay, but just like Kelly from <laughs> Insecure, they remember me different. Ah, so. okay. <laughs> Period. that's right. Period. <laughs> okay, Brian, what was you saying? I'm sorry.
0: Bro. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out. Probably hang on my line, brothers. Maybe uh, and actually celebrate myself this year. Like, you know, try I'm trying to do better at celebrating myself. So we'll see what happens. Let me
4: tell you something. I am so big. I was telling you this in the car, Brian, when we was mm-hmm. together. I am big on birthdays. You i I'm. Br- I, I am very, very big on birthdays. That is the one day where it's all about you and everybody else can kick rocks. And so Mm -hmm. like, you really have to do stuff that makes you feel good, like for real, for real. And also, and I know some people's like, well, why can't everybody plan my birthday for me, or you know, why can't I do this? I want this. you know, sometimes these niggas don't get it right, you know. And some, and, and that's <laughs> the reason why I, I'm I always have a hand in all of my birthday things. I do because I can't. Thank I'm you. not gonna wait around for nobody. Just I'm going to Jamaica for my birthday. Yes. Mm. I sent Charles the canva presentation. So Kenny, it you, bitches the presentation. Better get, you bitches better get with it. You better read the presentation because everything's in there. But it's mm. little stuff like that where it's like you have, like, you got to celebrate yourself. So, like, I really hope you do something nice this weekend. I really do. And what day does it fall on?
0: Saturday. Okay. I will make
4: sure to text you on
0: Saturday. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. Well, All that's,
1: right. That's it. Well, um, appreciate y'all boys for always being down, coming through, having a real good, 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 good time. When y'all do come to Atlanta together, I don't want to make y'all work. Well, we are gonna get in this room and put something on these mics, and we are gonna do something in person. I'm not
2: mad at that. Okay, oh, absolutely, of course. We're there. okay.
1: Yeah. Like we, we, yeah. like we not. We and then we'll go party afterwards. Yeah.
2: Okay. We, we you get to okay. work yeah. and then you go party and then all we are right. gonna go party. But yeah. before
1: we wrap up and close with y'all, let the people know how they can follow you, what you got going on, um, all the things about Charles Chance and AF Podcast. Mm.
4: Um you can follow us at ASFXCK the podcast. I'm on Instagram, um on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um it's AS then F star CK the podcast. Um Charles is back in the area for the summer so we get to work on some stuff together yes, in uh, for the first time in a very very yes, long time.
2: Uh, so, actually, I think the first time I don't think we got to work yeah, on anything in person even starting yeah,
4: it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really looking forward to just being able to do that. Um and with transitions and stuff, you know, we've been a little like MIA from the platform but um we 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 still, still
2: here. here. Okay, here. that's the theme. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I would say outside of the podcast, I am, uh, I am back in Jersey, so I'm doing some dance classes in person that I have not done dance classes in person in such a while. So I'm happy about that
1: that's what's up so y'all know how to follow them y'all know how to get in touch um again brothers thank you y'all know this ain't gonna be the last time probably ain't gonna be the last time in 2022 um so you know and we still we and you know we still waiting to get over there on the show with y'all so you just let us know when we can come on we through. want we we want you we
4: want the both of y'all <laughs> yes so we will we're definitely gonna yeah, make that happen yeah yeah we know we're y'all had us on happen. here a
2: few times we haven't a had few y'all times. you know but you know people gotta be consistent we gotta be consistent we gotta make sure we get, get it right you know
4: you I can't, can't run a To your house And you know It's a mess
1: <laughs> <laughs> But listen y'all, y'all know we down Whenever y'all need us For whatever We Definitely. got y'all 100% um, Brian let's go ahead And get into these Listening letters And we can go on With the show Let's do it Let's do it Whoa! All right, good people. We are here at the post office box, and we want to thank you again for joining us in the living room. Shout out our boys, Charles and Chancey, for being there and providing great dialogue. Um, Mariah Jenkins has delivered a letter, as he always does, and you, too, can have your letter read aloud on the show. by right at the end, to ask the jigsaw at gmail.com. We will read your letter aloud. We will give you a pseudonym because we respect your privacy and your pronouns. And we will give you the best non professional therapeutic advice that you can get on Cicely Tyson's great internet. So with that being said, understood and accepted. Brian. Yes. Who do we have and what do they want this
0: week? Uh, pronouns. Uh, and now that we've had the conversation, this this makes a little more sense to us, right? Okay. Uh, for those that were listening, um, and the importance of pronouns. But um, <clears throat> um pronouns are she, her. Mm, Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine, she needs to get her flowers.
1: She does. You know, she um uh, Uncle Cliff of uh, grandma
0: on P Valley. Really? <laughs> I, that doesn't that doesn't shock me. <laughs> Her and Jennifer Lewis play everybody's mama. Everybody's grandma, mama. Grandma, grandma. uh uh-huh. Yeah. Flowers to them. Um, so Loretta Devine says, hey, guys, love the show and hope my letter makes it. I don't want to bring you all down, but I'm having a hard time processing all the death via mass murders that has recently occurred. It's all over social media. My white friends are mad quiet. My job has not made any state type of statement. I know that my expectation from those groups specifically should be low, but sheesh, if they don't have anything to say, then it makes me wonder what they are saying about me in private. I'm just a ball of emotions and thoughts. How are you all processing this with your job, with your friends? Oh, excuse me, white friends. Um, Any (laughs) advice to keep me from spiraling would be helpful. Love y'all, Loretta Devine.
1: <sighs> oh, I can make this real quick and simple. I think me and Brian are talking yep. about that. Um, sometimes, in order to keep your mental health intact, you have to stay off the internet and, and avoid yep. the news. It's mm-hmm. not that you're not aware of what's going on, so bad because even though I am on social media, so I'm going to see it. Right? I have Apple yep. News alerts when they come to my phone. Um, CNN. Sometimes I have to figure out how CNN jumps past my no notifications settings, but sometimes they'll. <laughs> they'll jump in, and because I'm a journalist part time, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I'm kind of in tune there. But right. what that also means is that I also don't usually do a deep dive into some of that stuff. I don't have capacity. Um, if I see the videos that pop on social media, be like, "Do you want to watch this? It's not safe." Nope. I keep on. I don't nope. want to see it. I don't want to see a black man die. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a, nope. a black woman die. I don't want to see children die. Um, sometimes, like even with the Beto, um, or oh, uh, what is? How do you pronounce his last name? Beto. Beto. O'Rourke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, rock.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh even when he was snapping off on the governor and all them people like that was cool, but it was also kind of still infuriating and triggering in some points. So yep. um I can't sometimes I can't watch. Well, I have to go back and watch that the next day when I'm in a better space. Um I don't work in a corporate office, but I do work with majority white people um in my in my in my nine to five. So sometimes I have to be very careful about what I feed myself because I don't want to um project all of that on them. Even though I feel like sometimes they can be better allies, they can speak up, they can say things, they can acknowledge Mm. that my mental health may not be in the best space. So I think it's really just knowing you and lowering your expectations for those. I was
0: going to say that. Yep.
1: Um, That's really what that's really what it goes down to. I don't have a lot of white friends. I don't know that I have a one white actual friend outside of had a former colleague from the last two sets of jobs who me mm. and him are still relatively cool so i would he would be the closest thing to like a solid white friend um and from conversation that we've had he's an ally but outside and but we don't even talk as much since we don't work mm. together right uh, So outside of him i don't know that i have like white friends like if you came to my birthday party today i don't know that it would be any white person there um mm. and that's no shade to any of them so like right. i don't process this with white friends because i don't have them Um, I avoid a lot of those conversations at work unless someone approaches me about it. And if I see it's going in and if I don't want to have it, I don't have the conversation. Right. And if I see it's going in a way that I don't think is going to be productive, I got to do a lot of explaining and teaching. I don't, I don't also don't have the conversation. Um, so I think you just have to always choose yourself and choose your piece. And if that means taking a mental health day, using a sick day, like what's wrong with you? Do you have a doctor's note? no. I'm sick of white people and I'm sick of black people dying. <laughs> That's why I'm sick. Right? And I'm just saying, like, be honest. Right. And maybe mm-hmm. that level of honesty would spark the conversation with HR. was you know, Look, we'll have them to be like, man, this is necessary for us to take our time to acknowledge or at least send out an email acknowledging people's pain and right. how it's triggering. Me and Brian have said on this podcast when the, the school shooting and the Buffalo shooting happened, this is much longer than a quick answer, but... um I'm sorry for that, but You're good. Um, when the school shooting and the Buffalo shooting happened, me and Brahms like, those are connection points for us. We have elderly um, grandparents and in-laws and uncles and aunties, and we have school-age children ourselves. It could have literally been us, right? right. Um, so those are the kind of things, not, not only do you have empathy for those folks in Buffalo and in Texas, but you also think about the ways in which it could have been you, real simple. Mm-hmm. Like yep. if somebody wants to be dumb, and Enroll, enrolled up to my son's elementary school. It quite possibly could have been, you know, nineteen twenty-one children. However, many it was at at my son's elementary school. It could have been the grocery store that my grandmother, patrons over there in West Memphis, right? So, um, it, it's it's triggering. It's mm-hmm. triggering. So you have to continue to protect yourself. Um, and if you need to take time away, then take the time away, sis. Do what you need to do for you.
0: Yep. I uh, wholeheartedly agree. Uh I I don't think there's anything I could add. I would say exactly that.
1: All right. Well, mm-hmm. we hope that we helped. And prayers are for you legit. Mm-hmm. Uh I know this is difficult to navigate. Um uh, Brian, ready to get into a greater conversation? Let's do it. Let's go. Ron, let
3: me talk. Oh, let me talk.
0: All right, we are here at a greater conversation where Josh and I get some things off of our chest, man. Listen. Tomorrow's not promised. Cut some folks out today. It is oh, what yeah. it is. It'll make you feel that much better. Um, Josh, do you have anything that you want to get off of your chest today? Um, not in particular. Okay. You? I think we may be on the same. I, there's something we saw. I think you may have seen it. I may have seen it. And um, uh, with the watermelon salad thing, <sighs> did you see that?
1: The cheese Museum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this. <laughs> So, we talked about that. We talked about that colored ice cream y'all tried to do very bad
0: with ice cream. Mm-hmm. y'all tried to
1: do us with great value. Yep. Uh-huh. Here's the other thing, Brian. Out of all of the darn ice cream brands, great value is the one that wants to give me ice cream. Listen, it couldn't have been Briars. No, no, <laughs> no better quality. It had to be Walmart brand ice cream. God. And we just talked about with Charles and Chance said about some of the we dumb did. stuff that they do marketing toward, do. The, you know, mm-hmm. during Pride Month. Um, And I even Man. think in that conversation, I made a reference to like, how they, they do some of the same things recently yeah. for Juneteenth. Yeah. It's unnecessary. Yes, yeah. niggas like watermelon. I want, I bought a watermelon every week since the season has come back. I <laughs> love watermelon. I don't cut it up in – I cut it in chunks, mm-hmm. quarters, thirds even. That's how much I like watermelon. I put mm. it in a big old roaster pan with my fork, and I just eat it <laughs> the way that it is. <laughs> okay, I don't get fancy with it. I get real ghetto with it because mm-hmm. I enjoy watermelon. And you can say what it is, but it is a really tasty fruit. It's my, it's my all-time favorite fruit outside wow, of grapefruit, okay. grapefruit and watermelon. It's nothing better than the two for me. Yeah. Um, but we also know the negative stereotypes, right, that are associated with watermelon and black people. And the fact that you made a Juneteenth watermelon salad, even a watermelon lover like me,
0: Listen.
1: I'm not eating it. I'm not buying that. I'm not patronizing
0: mm-hmm.
1: that. And Duh. I don't like watermelon on my salad. <laughs>
0: Right. That just sounds nasty. <laughs> like, it would have been even... <laughs> uh, would, It would have been less offensive if it was a chicken salad? <laughs> no,
1: it would not have. No. That's the thing. Like, any of these, like, black tropes are not... Right. They're not it's any less not, offensive.
0: Right. Uh,
1: Unless you was, like, Andale from Moesha.
0: <laughs> At the den.
1: At the den. And you had, like, a Juneteenth smoothie. These Listen. go, you know, but, but it's in the culture, right? Yeah. So we're celebrating ourselves or like for the month of a black-owned restaurant, say we're doing fried chicken Wednesdays, which is the thing right. on you know, most HBCU campuses already fried chicken Wednesdays. like, you know what I'm saying? Like little stuff like that, be like, okay. i because it's, I mean, is Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles
0: black-owned? I think at one point it was.
1: Okay. So let's just say it's still black-owned, right? Mm-hmm. And they did something special with the, they already sell chicken, but let's just say they did something right. special. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like. I May side at you a little bit, but I'm be like, but it's in the culture, it's in the community.
3: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: rock with it, you know what I'm saying? Um, but for these big corporations to be like, you know what, we're gonna do a fried chicken something, or we're gonna get a <laughs> uh, you know, a red velvet cake ice cream, or you know, we're gonna send all the niggas sweet potato pies, you know, like, what? <laughs> and like, you don't have to do that. We don't, you don't need, have to. yeah, we don't need your. Like party city ain't got to have no whole Kente cloth section doing Juneteenth. Like we don't, it's we not don't necessary. Uh, and Juneteenth is on Father's Day. We'll talk about that a little bit more next week. But yeah. all the black niggas who got babies stand up, right? This is our. This is, it is. this is our, white father, Sit this one out. This ain't your time. This is, <laughs> this, is our, this is our day. But yeah, Black Dad's Day, Black 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 Pappy Day. <laughs> okay? It is what it is. Black Pappy Day. We name the next episode Black Pappy Day. Black um, Pappy Day. But, yeah, but on some real stuff, like, just chill. I don't, I don't even have the energy to go off on y'all. Just chill.
0: Right. Yeah. Chill. That's not it. That's not um, it. But that's, you know, I, I that's my thing. Just just don't do that. Like, just don't pander. We don't need it. Just, just treat us right. We don't need it. All right. Just treat us right.
1: With that being said, that's the next episode. that concludes another episode of Jigsaw Podcast. One this is another long episode. It's a really good episode though It's a really good one though And we appreciate y'all for sticking with Hanging on in there Hanging on in there with us We could not do this without y'all um, We love y'all Maybe one day we'll get back to our hour 45 minutes Who knows But for Maybe. now Rock with us for this extended We we took like a four five week break in the spring We so did So stay with us for this extended content uh, That's all I gotta say um, What I will say is that Brian and I have to do a better job Of acknowledging mm-hmm. Milestones and we've we missed do. a couple. We have now we crossed over to 26,000 downloads. We could not Look do that it. without
0: okay. y'all. Okay. Okay.
1: We didn't celebrate 20,000. We didn't celebrate 25. So maybe we'll 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 keep our eye out for 30.
0: 30. because uh, it's coming.
1: It. Um, and also another thing that we just missed with the busyness of life is that we are two years old. We are Look a whole is. toddler out here. Mm. Um, what a two year you got a two year old, bro. I want a two year old it.
0: Uh, my two-year-old is, is potty trained Only potty trained kid in her class Shout out to Brooklyn uh, She talks the best in her class Shout out to Brooklyn mm-hmm. um, She's just tearing up the house um, You know
1: And that's what and we're do- doing We're out here potty yeah. trained We talking We destroying Disrupting tables We flipping tables We we're, we're doing all the things So shout all out to things. the Jigsaw a Two-year-old baby uh, And shout out to more girl. We don't know how long the Lord Gonna allow us to do this we but do. as long as he allows us to do it, we're going to be here on these mics, give you our beautiful voices and our even more beautiful faces. Um. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your support. We sure do appreciate y'all. Um. Brian, anything you want to add and then let the people know? As,
0: uh, yeah, I, nothing else to add. As always, man, continue to love us, uh, subscribe, share. Yes. We got to get those downloads, get our numbers up. You know, uh, let us know how great we are by, you know, five stars or nothing at all. Uh, leave us a comment. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to talk about. We, you know, we may or may not think about it. Invite us to all the things. It's is summertime, so invite us to the things: the cookouts, the picnics, the uh, the the clubs, the parties, all that kind of stuff. We may or may not show up, uh, but let's invite us. Follow us on all the social media platforms: The Jigsaw Podcast. Follow Josh. At I am Josh Rogers. Follow me at I am Brian Hare. Check out the website: thejigsawpodcast.com. dot And that is all I got, Josh. Before we let the people get out of here what you have to let them know bye all United Negroes who are coming together for music that's it that's all I got
1: appreciate it <laughs> see y'all next week <laughs>